count you in. Yeah. Are you? 54826161. You can start whenever you I'm want. I'm going to start. Am I ready? Okay, ready? On three, ready? One. <laughs> you fucking suck. You suck so much. This isn't a TV show. But I, I need like a, and then a go, you know? Like, okay, five, four, three. Hello and welcome to Sex, Drinks, and Video Games, Episode 3, The Holiday Edition. We are a podcast about just those things, uh, very clear and precise and very uh, uh, unconfusing, I suppose. We talk about uh, adult alcoholic beverages, adult sexy things, and video games which are not so adult and, you know, bring out the kid in all of us. I am Lucia D'Elia and I am joined here by my most amazing co-host ryan lance i'm feeling pretty fucking holly and jolly are you so festive i'm i'm the most festive person i know oh my gosh i'm feeling very festive today you're pretty festive but not as festive as me oh i completely disagree sir you're fucking wrong what are you are you wearing festive clothing i am actually i have a i have a shirt on that has a tree that's also made out of a, a Christmas tree that's also made out of mustaches. Uh, mustaches. But your pants aren't festive. Me, I have an entire. I have jingle elf. balls. <laughs> Do your balls jingle? Occasionally. You may want to have that checked no, out. No, the doctor said it's normal. It's fine. I don't. Don't worry about it. That would, that would. Everything's fine. How, would that be weird if every time you walked around, you your balls like actually jingled like they made jingle bell sounds that would be really strange i feel like i think it would make for more funny life just in general more <laughs> funny hilarious life i feel like we might need that because i feel like too many people take themselves too seriously no that I mean if you if all men had to walk around when their balls jingling i mean i feel like a lot of men would be more like, happy right people in the office space would be like oh fuck here comes larry again <laughs> Because every set of balls jingled differently, slightly different, right? Yeah, yeah, they all had a different tone to them, so you could almost like put men together and do jingle bells, and they just have to like do like. That's something no? nobody. That's like the puppetry of the penis thing. Nobody yes. really needs to see that. But I need to see it. I said I, nobody really uh, needs to see it. It's not that you you don't want you may want, but it's not. I do want necessary. But mm, <clears throat> fine. And I'm just saying that guys, stay, we already have enough egregious bullshit with men and their their packages. I think that it's completely unnecessary that we start having men at, in this alternate world where their balls jingle start Christmas, do the Christmas carols with their balls. I don't think we need that. We have enough. We have enough problems. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that is a solution to many problems. If that's the way that, okay, so we're changing it up then. That's the way men's 
mating rituals, like a way like a bird would dance around yes. and shit. They have to play yes. you songs yeah, like with their balls. It's their like tweeting, essentially. Like you're like, I want to mate. But also you're like, tweeting. I do that all the time. I use Twitter. I like Twitter. It's not what I meant. And you knew it. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, this is, (laughs) if you haven't guessed, like I said before, this is our holiday edition. We are discussing all things Christmas and a little bit of New Year's as well. Yeah. Episode three, end of the year. Um, You can find this podcast on on rclvoice.com and all other podcast services except iHeartRadio. Because they take forever, (laughs) right? They take forever for approvals. So everywhere else is like fine and dandy, but uh, iHeartRadio can look a dick. Okay. Yeah. Um, Lick the jingle balls? Lick the jingle balls. Okay. So So what are we... uh, What's happening? What what is happening? What's happening with you? Let's talk. What's happening? I'm alive still. How was your Thanksgiving? Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Were you were you happy? I like that you asked that. Thanks. Like, like you didn't. <laughs> did you, you didn't give? See did it. you give thanks? I didn't see shit. Did you? <laughs> you were drunk the whole time. I so. I oh my god I was. You I drank, did a I did a lot of drunk. Actually, cooking. you know what? Let's talk about you. You drank three <laughs> bottles of champagne and was like, "Let me make all the sides." I no. Hold on. <laughs> I didn't drink three bottles of champagne and then start cooking. I drank. I'm, I'm sorry. It was three bottles of prosecco. It was. The Italian champagne. Which is better, because everything Italian is better. I mean, go on. Come on, let's be honest. Anyway, I drank one bottle of champagne and then started cooking and realized I need to slow down because I have to actually focus on what I'm doing. And then my friend Ashley, who's probably listening to this podcast. Hi, Ashley. Um... (laughs) A little shout out to my friend. Um, she was like, your drink is empty. Can I refill you? And I was like, yes. Yes, you can. And I drank a really tasty apple cider mimosa, which okay. was really good. So, See, these were things that you should have. With a cinnamon sugar rim, may I add. I know delicious. that we did our our Thanksgiving episode. Yes. But you didn't make that drink at the time. I feel like I, you sh- I feel like you should have. I should have. Not that you made a bad drink. No, I know, but the apple cider mimosa with the cinnamon sugar rim was really tasty. It was really good. I it was so simple. I would have been fine with everything except for the rim. Right, yeah. I'm not a rim. You're not a rim job kind of guy? I'm not a rim job kind of guy. That's a, that's a shame, because rim jobs, depending on what they are, can be kind of fun. <laughs> so, I'm just, I'm just saying. Everybody, <laughs> to, each, to each your own. Yes. Mm. <laughs> To eat, to, to eat, eat your own. To eat your own. Oh, yeah, yeah, wow. We're yeah. All, we, we, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> we got a bit. We're gonna rein it in and talk about some drinks first. Right. I mean, I feel like if you're joining us for the first time, even though the podcast is called Sex Drinks Video Games, yes, we, we throw a wrench in it. We throw. We we start with drinks because yes. we feel like the drinks kind of ease you we, into the sex. Yes. Well. You get I don't a, know about you, ease. You get, a little, on. you get a little tipsy, and then, and then you, things are things are free things flowing. Are sexy. You, you, your inhibitions mm-hmm. they're gone. Mm-hmm. They jumped on the whether you like they jumped the on the or not, the no inhibition boat. They go choo choo. Oh wait, no choo choo. No, that's that's the wrong mode of transportation. Go woo woo. There you go. That's better. That's an, that's like a little tugboat. Little boo boo. Fuck fuck. Mm-hmm. Okay. All the way to, straight into fuck fuck harbor. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck harbor fuck harbor attached to, to sex island Ooh, what oh what yeah. sign me up <laughs> when's that cruise leave 
I'm into it. I bet that exists somewhere. No, I think it does. It's, I think there it's are probably New Zealand. I'm pretty sure that there are um, certain kind. They probably don't advertise it this way, but I'm pretty sure there are certain kinds of cruises that are like made for like swingers. And how do you like find that? this shit out though? If it's not advertised, how do you find it? You have to go to the dark web. You have to, that, isn't that where all like they sell like body parts and shit? Yeah, kind of. You got to find out where these like weird cruises are. Here's another are. question. It's called Reddit. Here's you another go question. to Reddit. There's a how subreddit I, for how, a subreddit. How do I find the dark web? You Google dark web. That's like in a sci-fi show where they go like, we're going to the uncharted space. Like we're going, but how we're do you going go, to the. But how do you go to uncharted space? Somebody's charted it if it's, if they know where it no, is. No, because they just know where the charting stops, right? Like we have we have said like, here's a line and we've stopped taking notes but it's space yeah but you don't you have to mark where you're like if somebody hasn't gone that far then you can't you can't take you know what you mean you can't like if it, 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 you stop at this certain line like go left of the constellation take a ride at albuquerque and there you are uncharted space right basically okay that makes all right that makes sense then i got you all right so we're detouring here let's uh can we can we talk about booze? I'm really excited to talk about some booze right now. I do have to make a side note. Okay, make a side note. <clears throat> you were su- you had a job. Oh, Christ. and it was to clear go. the fucking room of the cats. <laughs> I, I and there's the fattest cat of all, <laughs> King Jabu Jabu over here. Fucking, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. You mean Mr. Chonk? Mr. Chonk. Mr. Chonk Chonkers? Alternate form cat yacht. <laughs> he hey, is, that's his final he, form. He's wandering around yacht. the room right now. What he, happened? I don't Can you explain I, yourself? I thought I You kicked out the noisy one. I know. Well, but the fat that was one the important now. one. He well, doesn't he, make any noise. No, he eats the Christmas tree. He does eat the <laughs> We have a fake Christmas tree and he's been munching on it. And then he decides to throw it up. Oh, I don't think he decides. I think it's just his body is like. Oh, no, no, I feel more. like it's a malicious thing. Like he's you like think this. So? I don't want to carry this in my belly anymore. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> is that how, is that that his exact sound? Because no. that would be amazing if a cat was trying to throw up and they're like, that would actually be funnier because <laughs> actual cat barfing noises are really. Oh, unpleasant. it's awful. Yeah, you hear that in the middle of the night and it's like a mad scramble to get the cat off the bed. Yeah, you're like, please. Well, they're not allowed on the bed anyways. But anyways. Any, any who. So apparently I've already failed way, at my job. Way to leave the fact, like the fat cat's in here and he's exploring like he's never been in this goddamn room before. Because <laughs> the door is closed. It's a whole new land. He's looking around like it's a brand new it's territory. It's a whole new man. land for him. <clears throat> Everything's yeah. different. Yeah. And magical. <laughs> it, well, it's magical. Welcome to Narnia, bitch. Everything's magical. All right. Well, anyways, I did derail that. I wanted to make a little side oh, note. God. But, okay, let's. AKA throw me under the bus. That's cool. I'm going to throw you under the 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 Christmas tree the the jo- jolly tree of Christmas. I like that. That's yeah. a good sound. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds good. All right. So anyway, let's talk about booze. Let's talk about some drinks. We're gonna talk about. Um, let's talk about the drinks that we're currently drinking, yes. and then we can talk about other holiday festive yes. drinks. So Ryan made homemade eggnog, which came out. Well, the first hold batch. On, hold on, hold on. Okay, can I tell? Or you? Oh, you know what? I don't want. Go ahead, tell your story. I'm sorry. Can I finish? Go, yeah. Well, I mean, all all women would like to. Absolutely, and most men can't get us there. So there's that. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what most women do and finish myself. Um, wow. <laughs> so Ryan made homemade eggnog. 
The first batch of this eggnog did not go as planned. Can I explain that? Yes, now you can explain it. So I've never made eggnog before. Right, which is apparently really difficult to do. I didn't it's, realize. So, okay, that's a thing. Is it's more manual labor right. than it is complication. It's just being careful. It's being diligent. Right. You just can't throw things together and be like, poof, eggnog. You can't just mix everything together and right. everything's fine. What I neglected to read was that it required egg yolks and not eggs. Yeah, so you threw everything together. So I was just like full eggs. And then what happened? I got a very lovely scrambled egg. Concoction? It was very like it was sweet, slightly savory, a little on the the scrambled side. A little chunky. Very very festively flavored. Yeah, nutmeg, but but Yeah. Not eggnog. More of a of a holiday scrambled egg drink yeah, beverage. It turned out wrong, and yes. yeah, I let it sit it in the was fridge. Quite and chunky. Then when I poured it out, it was looking not good. Yeah, it was quite chunky. Anyway, so that was a failed first batch. The but, second batch came out fine. Was it say round two? Great. Um, slightly even, like good. Slightly eggy for eggnog, which sounds kind of like an oxymoron, but very slightly more eggy in like flavor. This third batch which you quad batched we I mean, made we made we when did we use two dozen eggs yeah for this two thing dozen of, eggs to but make we but we took the recipe that ryan had originally found and quad quadrupled the amount of stuff we needed ingredients essentially yeah. and it was like two dozen eggs which was crazy so i think we with me baking cookies and you making eggnog we've gone through almost four dozen eggs in like a week it was kind of bananas we uh yeah and we bought the we bought fancy eggs too we did Vital Farms, not sponsored, <laughs> but they could be a sponsor because I sp- speak highly of this kind of egg. What I was think- our chicken's name? Helen? This Barbara? Month- no, no, no. This month's chicken Margaret. was named Tiffany. Oh, fucking Tiffany. Tiffany, the the chicken. She likes uh, prancing through the grass and frolicking. Um, no, they uh, they do like all pasture raised chickens, and they have organic and you know, like certified organic and like non organic. I think but it's funny that there is an organic version of those eggs, right? Which they're kind of already like very like uh, organic esque, but the ones that are organic are like a certified organic, so you have to be like certified for them. Yeah, but um, um, but no, but they're great. They're like beautiful flavor, and the yolks are like super like orangey. They're just really, really nice. So, so we use that for I was the going back and forth on a text message with a buddy of mine, and he was like, he was kind of fucking around with like talking about how making eggnog, and he's like, not big of a, not, not big of a deal. And I was like, well, I was like, it just turned into more of a, a technical thing, right? Like, because right. you, you have to temper the eggs, which is the big deal. Right. Because if you don't temper the egg, then the eggs curdle. Even with the, on the yolk side, it's you're still going to get fucking fried eggs if you're not... If you're not careful, because you have to pour that hot milk mixture into the eggs. Yeah, you you literally curdle your milk and you curdle your egg, and yeah, all of a sudden everything's scrambled. Well, that, and well, that's, that was that's literally the hard part. Well, I have ran into the same issue when I used to work for Starbucks. You know, we for years, and I think they still do it, the um, eggnog lattes, where we would have. You know, Starbucks is very like um, uh, very particular about how certain drinks are supposed to be made, and you have like SOPs for everything, and like. These types of drinks are made at this temperature. Milk is at this temperature and so forth and so forth and so forth. And eggnog lattes were actually supposed to be made at a quote, like a quasi like cooler temperature for like heating essentially. And we would always recommend that guests not get extra hot when they ask for their eggnog lattes because you get 
scrambled nog lattes. Fuck that. You just say you can't do it at that temperature. We would tell them, we're like, we really don't recommend this. And they go, well, I want it hot anyway. And we're like, okay. And then people would ask for like eggnog lattes at 180 degrees. And you're like, you now have scrambled eggs. Congratulations. That would be on Starbucks to say, we literally can't do this. It'll ruin the the drink. Well, the idea is that you never want to tell a guest no. You want to maybe deter or recommend they not, but you can't be like, no, we can't do this. It's just more of like, hey, that's not really something you should do. I think businesses need to take more of a stance. We're going into a new year. I think businesses need to be able to tell customers no. Yeah, but Yelp exists. I, yeah, so. but that's what I'm saying. I think that this all this shit needs to stop. I was like, this whole this whole the customer's always right thing. The customer's always an asshole. <laughs> pretty much guaranteed. How do so, you really feel about them? I people suck my balls. So <laughs> and not in the fun way. But are you ever an asshole customer, or are you always perfect? I no, no. I mean, well, nobody's ever perfect, right? I try to not ever be an asshole customer. I try to always, because I've worked in the service industry, I always try to either help myself, or if I have to, you know, if it's wait staff or anybody like that, I always try to give them the best possible respect until they've done something to make that respect go away. I always try to pass that on until you're getting a server or somebody who is being shitty. And then I, and then I switch it up. Right. Right. But no, I mean, for the most part, I I always try to be a very, um, I try to be the best customer if I can, because I know, I feel like when people work on the, in the service industry, they understand the plight of the person that's behind the counter. Yeah. There's a little bit more of a, yeah, like you said, an understanding or a, uh, a sympathy essentially so well that's it i think that like especially right now we've, we're seeing it in this industry where um i mean we, we can we oh my to, god we, this is we a whole, that's that is literally for another podcast we don't have to talk we about could the have a whole podcast just about the way people treat service industry well, folk not even oh that but like especially during all this covid shit yes like how much oh, it's I such have, a yeah i have so many stories well, that's oh the thing, lord is, i could i could i could write Books, not a book, but books, multiple books. (laughs) We don't need to go down the rabbit hole, but obviously we see, especially right now as of what we're dealing with, we're seeing an even larger lack of respect for the people Mm. that are doing, that are working in the service industry. And that's a shame because they don't deserve that. They're getting paid usually the least amount of money to also help you get your food, your drink, your thing, right. whatever you're going for. So on a little aside, you know, if you, you know, I know COVID has um, changed a lot of the way we do things and go out and enjoy ourselves. If you are going to any spot that is still serving, you know, outdoor or whatever, even to go, like if someone's making you something, even if it's only a couple of dollars, those couple of dollars add up and it, it goes a long way, you know, so to tip your bartender, tip your servers, you know, it, it makes a big difference, especially right now. Being generous is, is so important. If you have the means to be generous please do so you know and yeah. if you don't then that's okay you know i we we understand we get it but you know any support is really is really important also right just now. stop being an asshole <laughs> don't be a fucking asshole and there's that too no literally okay don't be an asshole there's it's really simple yes put a smile on your fucking face and don't be an asshole right yeah. so anyway back to eggnog is gonna come and kill <laughs> your family krampus will come get you um, so anyway, back to eggnog after we went on that little rant. Oh, man. What kind of a rabbit hole we went down. I like it. Anyway, so <laughs> Ryan made eggnog. That's really where this started. 
And um, so I've made a, uh, a, co- a, a essentially a cocktail um, with that eggnog. And um, we found this uh, salted caramel flavored whiskey at Costco called Knuckle Noggin. That's, I don't believe it's made by, but it is bottled by a company um, not too far from here called Hannaberry Whiskey. Um, I used to actually be a club member of them and get, you know, like a quarterly like bottle pickups and stuff like that. And just because of, you know, funds and everything else, I've I've since met my membership lapse, but I really like their stuff. It's like it's mostly rye whiskey based and they do like some pre-made things like Manhattans and old fashions and things like that. And some their stuff's actually really tasty, but they bottle it. And I thought that was really interesting. So there's a whole bunch of this stuff. It is very sweet. So it's not really meant to be drink on its own unless that's something you really like um we have decided we're going to use it as a mixer and so i used a little half shot of that and then did a full shot of the hen or nothing that sorry of the of actually of kraken black spiced rum and uh put the eggnog in i mixed that all together and so then, even that small amount of the knuckle noggin is mm-hmm. actually like a very overpowering flavor. I have to say that for me, not having a huge sweet tooth, this is definitely like it's it's a bit. It's uh, too um, much. It's, it's just a little overpowering. I can. So I probably should have done like a half of a half for you. Yeah, basically. I feel like okay. I, could, I wanted to taste more of the rum. Okay. And not so okay. much on the knuckle noggin because it's like, again, it's very sweet. It's very. Yeah. That salted caramel in it. The element. caramel is very prominent. Yeah. So yeah. I apologize for no, that. No, I didn't no, realize, you know, it's but, not a big deal. It's but just... now, but now I know for next time that like, you know, maybe like half what the right. half is and then because it is so powerful. So. I feel like I learned this lesson with with these flavored whiskeys like uh with the lot when i bought um, the screwball the, the screwball, peanut butter, the peanut butter whiskey, one yeah the peanut butter one was so syrupy so sweet that i feel like every time i was even going to take like uh let's say we're going to use a shot or something like that almost they need water in it just yes. to lighten it up and just to make it yeah. less potent right and, right, uh, right very very strong flavor so really not really not, there it's almost like um it's almost like a whiskey, 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 <laughs> very strong, uh, more of like a whiskey schnapp almost essentially. Like, I don't, I don't want to call they it a schnapp, but almost fall under the line of like a liqueur. Right. right? That's, yeah. that's kind of, yeah. I think that's what I'm kind of getting at is that it is more of a liqueur because it is so like, it's really meant to be mixed with right. other things and not drank by itself. Now I'm not, a, I've never been a huge eggnog drinker. I usually could have fooled me. I, well, I was curious. I've never made it by never made it before, so I was like, "That's what I want to do." I don't mind eggnog. I'm just not like oh, I have to have eggnog, right? Right. Um, I usually have like maybe a glass, like sure. a year. I usually during the holidays I'll buy like um like a little like half gallon or like a quart thing of like you know some eggnog or something right. just because it's festive and I and I do like it, but it does become a bit much as as you kind of drink it but can be depending on the brand can be very strong be very yes, sweet it can, can be very be like thick and milkshakey mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. especially if you're not a big fan of dairy the almond milk ones aren't bad yeah they're a little lighter bodied a little more tolerable and yeah. and less uh they make you a little less uh flummy yeah that's what i was getting at <laughs> uh, especially if you're lactose intolerant it's easier Cassie. on your system so <laughs> um but i did want to say though before we go too much on a tangent is that um with this drink i took a fresh cinnamon stick and i 
microplaned it right on top. Did you? Yeah, so it's oh, really nice and I aromatic. I did notice that the cinnamon was on the top of the drink, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize you. Yeah, I you went did, fresh with it. I went fresh because I was going to do the powder, but then I was like, no, there's all those cinnamon sticks. And I was like, we get the microplaner. And so I did a little bit of a fresh grade on top. And it's and like taking the cinnamon stick out of the container, not a lot of smell, but as soon as I cracked it open on that microplaner, it just went whoosh. You right know what I realized? Oh, it was amazing. Is that our kind neighbors donated a bottle of red wine to us. I feel like we should make a mold wine with oh, that. Oh, yes, we should. Yeah. That would be really delicious. I do like a really good mold wine, especially around the holidays. Like, um, wa- wassail, wassail, something like that. What's like, that? Are you swearing to me? No. Always. Who's yelling? Everybody. Well, everyone's yelling. Oh, okay. But wassail, wassail, it's, a, it's basically a mold wine as well. Um, and that's really, my, I had some friends make that for me a while ago, and they gave it to me in a little mason jar, and it was very tasty. Uh, anything out of a mason really jar is fun. Right. It always tastes extra good. It's you like, like open it up, and you're like, ooh, let's get this weird hooch. And you're like, what is this? Yeah. It's, like, it's like bathtub gin. <laughs> Uh, that like shit makes you go blind. Toothless Tony made some some, oh some uh, bathtub gin he there. Guaranteed, he did. Throwback. Uh, <laughs> Every episode is going to be a throwback. All right, um, here until the end. No, yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I do like the drink. I wasn't trying to say that I don't enjoy it. I'm just saying I. I, I don't know. That's what I heard. I heard. Right. I heard the words. You no, what I what it. I was trying to say is I think I would have liked a little more on the rum mm-hmm. flavor and a little less on the salted caramel whiskey. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, that's. Right. I was just saying for balance purposes. Well, you know, it's this is the fun thing about making cocktails is that you experiment and you go, hey, what does it taste like if I throw this and this and this together? And you know, sometimes it's a knock out of the park, and you're like, holy crap. That was amazing. And other times you're like, not so much, you know? So well, especially we just... as we continue this show, I think that we will always con- we'll continue to experiment while well, with the things we're making. Well, I even meant just in general, like if for anybody making cocktails, you, you got to be willing to experiment a little bit, get out of your comfort zone, kind of just. No, but this show, though. That's what I'm talking about. But also people listening to the no, show. No, who cares about them? No, I care because <laughs> we have a lot of amazing listeners. By the way, there are so many who listen from all over the world which is so cool how do you accidentally find this shit? i don't know but it's amazing and you guys are fabulous and awesome and thank you so much no, for listening we do, to we, us as much as i say i hate all of you i also appreciate the audience no it's so amazing Thanks like for we, listening. we already hit a hundred downloads and we've it, only had two was it like over that yeah yeah we've yeah. only had two episodes and we've had a hundred downloads which is really for us i mean i didn't expect a whole lot to come from this honestly for and being solely independent yeah. and no advertisement whatsoever i mean we advertise yeah. on our own personal social medias and so for anybody who's randomly found us like thank you so much and i hope you continue to listen and and we really want you know we have a lot of fun doing this and i know it doesn't come we don't do weekly episodes or anything like that but it is really fun for us and we look forward to doing it you know and granted this is only episode three but literally like as soon as we finished our very first episode it was like okay what are we gonna do for episode two and we finished episode two and it was like okay what are we gonna do for the next one so we get very excited about it and we're i'm really enjoying it and ryan has another podcast that he also does so he's busy with that but i get a lot of enjoyment out of, out of this podcast that we do together so i get enjoyment out of nothing i just want to die that's <laughs> anyway now you took this, the wind out of my sails a little bit that's i'm ready fun. to go take me planet no. uh. you're like i want to get off this ride how do i get off Anyway, um, yeah, but let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about some more um, festive Christmas holiday so, messages. I was going to say that, like we we were we were kind of pre-discussing a little bit about 
you know, festive holiday drinks. Right, I think right, there's right. the simple, there's the things that you normally think of, eggnog, mold sure, wine. Sure. You think of, uh, you know, uh, I think that like Spice there's cider. Well, there's ciders like and that. hot chocolate sure. and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, and anything in any of those non-alcoholic drinks, you can definitely add alcohol too. So always you can add a little booze to a hot chocolate and make it nice. <laughs> I you know? did that the other what a couple weeks ago actually. Yeah, I was like, put a little bit of this in there. All right. Yeah. Watch, um, watch some Krampus. Oh <sighs> man, so good. I think I was I was we were since we were kind of like like I said, pre-discussing this, I was like, what's the, one of the other, what's another thing that's, um, I don't know, holiday related, you know, with, without, without it being like that stereotypical. But I was like, I guess one of the first ones that popped in my mind was like Christmas beers. Right. Like there's right. every year anchor steam mm-hmm. doesn't anchor Christmas, but mm-hmm. they change the recipe every year. So you, you don't know what you're going to get. And I would say that, over the years, it's been really inconsistent. Some like one year you're gonna get something awesome, and the next year maybe not so much. Right. Um, but that was when they were independent. Um, now that they're not independent, I don't really. You might see maybe a little more consistency on depending on maybe. what recipe because of that kind of more corporate. I'm, I'm always concerned with any brewery that goes from small independent or or independent in general to being a huge corporation is that the quality is going to drop and i always get i get very concerned about that and i think that that tends to be an issue sometimes it's like you go from you know a brewery that produces you know whatever set amount of beer and then all of a sudden you get bought by a big corporation and the corporation's like well we're not going to use this ingredient more we're going to use this one instead and it's cheaper and it's easier and it's this and this and this and then you notice like overnight that the brew just doesn't taste good anymore. Right. Yeah, you yeah. start... Because that's what happens is big corporations start nickel and diming and trying to cut corners and save money on ingredients and this and this. And then it's like the quality just, you know, degrades it tremendously. So... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, overall, I haven't had I haven't had Anchor Christmas in a long time. Um, but that was one that I used to go for every year. Right. And then there's other companies that do... Um, what was the one like? There's Santa's Little Helper from Port Brewing. From Port Brewing, and that's that a San Diego base. So good. Uh, that one's awesome. Yeah. I've never had a bad one before. Um, I was trying to think. There's who else does? Well, there's a there's a brewery up in Orange County in Placentia, actually, which is just Placenta. Uh, no, Placenta, California. Placentia. No, just like kind of like <laughs> northeast a bit from like um from like Anaheim and all of that. Um, it's literally called the brewery. Um, B R U E R Y says the gentleman who is the head brewer and owner, his name is Patrick Rue. So it's the brewery and they do a whole series of beers that are based off of the, um, uh, 12 days of Christmas song. And so they have like, um, like nine ladies dancing and five golden rings. And every beer is a different style of, of beer essentially my personal favorite is nine ladies dancing and it might be one of my favorite brewery beers it's a tiramisu inspired uh like dark ale essentially so it's got like cocoa and espresso and vanilla and it's so so tasty wait you said dark ale yeah it's like a kind of just like not a stout no no it's not a stout it's like a dark ale so it's like a just like like a winter warmer like dark and malty and delicious best winter warmer in the business do you know who it is it's one of the oldest 
Sierra Nevada? No. no. Sam Adams. Samuel Smith. Oh. One of the oldest breweries in the world. And uh, they make a amazing winter warmer. Mm. Uh, Fan-fucking-tastic. What's it called? I can't remember. Okay, great. Good talk. Okay. <laughs> What's the actual name of it? I got to look it up real quick. Okay. Because I, I honestly... Get it, sex ghost. Oh, wait, oh, that's my nickname. You were the sex ghost. I was the sex ghost. So really quick aside while Ryan's doing this. So I now have a new nickname called sex ghost, uh, which has been dubbed upon me by uh, Ryan's friend Shane Black from Ryan and Shane's podcast called Long Walks and Robots, which is a uh, movie club and uh, pop culture discussion. I uh, actually was a guest uh, host, guest star on their podcast last week, which will be coming out, I think, what, this week or the, or actually this week. Yeah, it'll be coming out on Monday for a week of Christmas where we discuss um, uh, Christmas Chronicles 2 and Krampus, the movie, which I love. Um, so that was really fun, but I got dubbed a sex ghost and it was my job to Google things <laughs> during the episode. So I'm it was kind of fun. Super easy. Samuel Smith, winter welcome. Oh, okay. So that's an easy thing to remember. Okay. It's really good. Actually, I've, now that I've looked at this, I'm like, why don't I have any? Right. Yeah. You now, could probably totally find it. Now I'm mad at myself for not buying it. I'm pretty sure, um, there's a couple of places that carry that beer. So, or that carry that, that, uh, that brewery's beer. So. Yeah, there's a lot of like bottle shops and things mm-hmm. like that around town. I don't know if it's as easy to find in grocery, but it is, um, yeah, you, you know, local bottle shop, local liquor store, you might have a, a, an opportunity. Yeah, for sure. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, there's a lot of like, I, I feel like there's a lot of like wintry beers. I mean, I was going to say one of my favorites every year, even though it's not, I would say like, I think the association with winter is that the beer is like tends to be a dark beer right where there's sierra nevada celebration and that is definitely considered like a winter slash like christmas beer right we talked about celebration in the last episode too but it's but it's a beer that can be drank you know from basically like beginning of of uh, november all the way through december well also the other thing is that beer companies always release their holiday beers in advance of the actual sure, time, sure, right? Yeah. They don't release a uh, a pumpkin beer on Halloween, you know. I feel like they should. No, be because kind of nobody amazing. wants. But no, because the nobody pump- wants pumpkin beers after Halloween. But that, I mean, I mm. would though, because pumpkins translate you into would, Thanksgiving. But I'm talking about like normal human adult people. They don't buy pumpkin beers as Are soon as. Are you ha- saying I'm not a normal human adult person? Definitely not. Okay, um, I was just making sure that's what I heard you say because I, I mean, the, the the connection in my headphones is not that great. <laughs> so, but yes, you're correct. I'm not normal, but um, who wants to be really? Um, what is normal? Exactly, but you know, um, I know that you you favor more hop forward beers and a hop forward profile um but you know the win- uh, I mean, the, the winter ales are are very indicative they're like they're comforting and they're warm and they're a little heavier that's a very that's um, kind of with with like food and everything else around this time of year hold, where hold on let's a little backtrack okay i i do like hop forward beers but in my ipas like i want a True. good bitter west coast right yeah. i don't want like some pansy ass soft fruity ipa that has some weird Haze or funky cloudiness what? to it. No, I don't want that. You don't, I don't want like that. a foggy, foggy, misty a foggy, beer? A foggy fuck stick? <laughs> foggy fug muffin? A fug muffin? Yeah. That's the name of my old cat. <laughs> fug muffin? Yeah. 
I did not know that. R.I.P. Oh, geez. Fug muffin. Rest in peace, fug muffin. Um, God love you. Oh, my God. Um, So what I was saying was that I do like hop forward bitter IPAs if it's an IPA, but I do love dark beer. Mm -hmm. I love a good brown ale. I love a good Mm. red ale. Um, I love a good stout. I'm not a big fan of sweet pastry stouts. Right. I'm not a big fan of sweet beer. I don't mind a sweeter stout. However, the pastry stouts and the things that are actually dubbed or called pastry stouts are little, little much for me. They're a bit too sweet. Yeah. Um, but I don't mind a little bit of sweet. Like I was saying, like the Nine Ladies Dancing from the Brewery is a sweeter beer, but it's not so sugary sweet that you couldn't drink a whole bottle of it, right? You know, but there are some that I'm just like, oh, this feels like I'm drinking s- syrup. Essentially, it is so sweet and so decadent, and I can have just like a maybe a little, maybe a little seven ounce pour of it, and I'm like, all right, I'm done. I also think this time, give of me year, a pilsner, right? Yeah, I also think this time of year is perfect, even though it's not a, necessarily a themed beer. I think this is a really great time, especially since like the weather gets colder. It's a awesome time to drink like a good bourbon barrel aged stout oh 100 percent. if you're it's chilling out perfect time by like that. a fire outside yes. you get a little comfy sweater on because yeah. it creates that little bit of that warmth in your chest like a nice extra like drinking a bourbon straight does you know say, like you, you get feel... a slight burn from the that mm-hmm. bourbon flavor but mm-hmm. then you're also getting like the chocolate notes and the other the other things that would yeah. be incorporated into these it, in your stouts you know you really kind of um jogged a thought in my head is that like jogged a thought jogged a thought um, coming soon to ABC. Um, <laughs> um, is that it's so interesting how you know we all kind of associate um like kind of these boozy beverages with really this time of year is like we want that warming effect like in our chest and like that kind of I don't know it's like a warm blanket or a hug and it's just like well when you feel dead inside yeah that's, that's what you true. need you need like a little yeah. fire in there to feel like you're alive again yeah I exactly. get it. that makes sense yeah. all right most people are like feel like they're dying during this time of year so you know they have nothing the holidays can be tough for people oh, and i'm imagining this uh I'm, they can I, be really hard and although everybody's booze been, helps yeah i mean mm. especially it seems like it's exceptionally hard this year it so. is really difficult this year i will say that um that's something that i've noticed in the last like week or so is that um you know people are are decorating and they're doing stuff but i feel definitely the christmas spirit is not where it has been in years previous. We just need Kurt Russell to come and wear know. a leather jacket with his amazing hair and come <laughs> save Christmas. Okay. I'm into it. I'm so into Kurt it. Kurt Russell is saying As long as he leaves Goldie Hawn at home with her weird facelift face, wow. I'm good. I can take wow. him all day. What if it was Goldie Hawn <sighs> in her Mrs. Claus outfit, but you've got sleep paralysis. You can't move and she's standing over your bed. Oh no! Wearing Christmas lights on her vagina. Ooh, <laughs> I really had like nothing to say about that. You no. gotta unpack this. Okay. No, I can't. It's too much. I need more alcohol. I'm gonna s- have to unpack this. Is this scary nightmare. or just strange? I don't. I. I mean, when you have sleep paralysis, you can't move. I think I would be. I would be afraid. I think I would be afraid. Has, do you think anybody's like blinged out their vagina? Like you know how like you would mm-hmm. vajazzle. Oh, 100%. Do you think there's somebody who's like got their vagina to light up? Maybe 
I'm sure somebody has for like some sort of a weird fashion or performing arts. Some type of L.A. show, like yeah. some type of club in L.A. Or something. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. There's weird things happen in L.A. You know that. <laughs> you used to live there. Mm. Not long enough to see one of those things. <sighs> not sad. One of those, How sad for you. Not one of those weird clubs. Mm-mm, gotcha. Um, um, but anyway, so winter warmer beers. Yes. Again, we're derailing our own conversation we derail here. Derail everything. So. I know. It's very, very fair. I mean, it is one of my nicknames, isn't it? The derailer? Yeah. <laughs> I am the derailer. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, That's okay. I, I, I take that nickname with. It's Some a, pride? It's almost like a wrestler name. Right? Like the derailer. Sounds kind of cool. Sounds like I'm going to rail. No? Derail? What? Derail. Am I going to rail you're somebody? Railing. You're not railing. I'm not railing. No. Oh, I you're thought that derailing. Meant, oh, but I thought it meant I was going to rail someone. Oh, no, you're not it. called like Lucia the Railer. But it, that would be cooler. <laughs> that would be way cooler. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, uh, <laughs> back to booze. Um, yeah, no. Like, there are a lot of like really cool winter beers that... Um, are super tasty and a lot of people release like you said bourbon barrel aged beers and um you know very big heavy stouts and just really nice you know fireplace you know fireside type of beers or with friends or over desserts or you know you pop them in a bottle that you've been holding on to and you share it with friends and it's there's a very like communal sense to those kinds of beers you know because you're generally speaking i i would never judge anybody who drink one by themselves i do it all the time um but you know the idea is you pop these bottles because they're kind of big and beefy and have a lot of booze and a lot of things going on and you share them with others you know and so it's you know it's very uh, very very part of like the idea behind the holiday yeah um yeah no i think that there's i mean i was trying to think of the, i think that's like out of in my brain i was like i guess the other most like festive things i could think of as drinks go would be beers because i think beers you don't automatically think of them as being like christmas e. but then again people are almost always drinking beer you know, throughout the year, right. and there's all these different types of beers for different types of like, I'm a very seasonal drinker. I don't tend to drink a bourbon barrel aged stout during the summertime. Right. Like, I'm not looking for that. Right. I mean, I can. I can drink them. I mean, much. I could. There's yeah. nothing like stopping me from yeah. doing. It. I just would prefer not to. You sure. Know? I feel like it's 90 degrees. I don't want a heavy fucking stout. Well, right. Because it, it, it almost gives you a little bit of dry mouth because it's so sweet. And you're just kind of like, I need something light and refreshing and kind of a little easier drinking and. Not so heavy. So. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the thing. Is I tend to be a seasonal drinker. I tend to drink with the weather, mm-hmm, I guess, mm-hmm. is like the way I would drink. For sure. Um, which I feel like a lot of people are like I, that. I was yeah. literally just going to say that. Is a lot of people are like that with their, especially with their beers. They're, they're, they're very particular about what kind of weather it is and everything else. I see that a lot at work where definitely as soon as it starts getting colder, people are like, oh, we got stouts and browns and whatever else. And, right. you know, T- how it is the season. Tis the season. Um, to be very merry and jolly and drinking and being slightly boozed up pretty much the entire month because you have to deal with your family. I think we've been boozed up since quarantine. So. <laughs> yeah, since March. Yeah, pretty much. March. I mean. The 13th month. The, the quarantine 15 is a real thing. I the will say that. Quarantine 15? Yeah. Putting on 15 pounds during quarantine. Oh. Yes, that's a thing. Well, I've been bulking up for the event. Mm-hmm. What event is that? You know, the one with the thing in it. So you're going to bulk before you cut? I've been bulking. Before, you, the... before you cut? Be- what? what before, I... you, before you get cut? No, what? no, I'm just bulking for the thing. For for winter? No, for the stuff. For the I... eternal winter. Because global s- warming, right? Or global, glo- sorry, climate change. The stuff. 
I've been bulking for that. With the things in it. we You know, we will eat you first, right? <laughs> like when me, the bro. apocalypse comes, hey, I, you will feed many. I might be large, but I'm not easy to take in down. In charge? You're not in charge? No, I'm, I'm saying I'm not easy to take down. You, I don't know. You, you can, got weak ankles. Oh, I do. One little smack to the ankle and you go down like fucking. I hurt, I hurt my Achilles a long time ago. Like, so. like, a, like a freshman on prom night. You go oh. right down. Wow. Wow. What? Do, is that what freshmen do? They well, blow each other? Well, they're trying to like impress the seniors because if they got asked to the prom by a senior, you know. You blow the senior? Yeah, I think so. Jesus. Because you're trying to like be like, look how cool I am. Freshman, have some fucking pride. Come on. And the underclassmen, you know? So. Fucking have pride in yourself. <laughs> Stop blowing old dudes. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, obviously, there are uh, holiday and winter inspired <laughs> beers, but what about cocktails? Well, that's the thing is that's kind of what I mean, like. What else would you consider a, a like, I mean, we were talking about, like, again, like, you know, season, like, we're drinking fucking eggnog with booze in it, which, oh, I was going to, uh, that was one quick question, since I'm not a big eggnog drinker, what is the typical, what is the typical, like, eggnog? Is it just eggnog and, like, brandy or eggnog and rum? Is that, like, just usually, like, when you go to, a, yeah. like, the Christmas party, yeah. they have the punch bowl full of eggnog. It's just eggnog and one other alcohol, you, right? It's usually, like, a, a dark booze, a darker, sweeter booze, so, like, brandy and rum. Um, I've never really heard of anybody putting whiskey in eggnog. I mean, you can, It doesn't obviously. seem like that would be bad, though. No, 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 no. But I feel like, um, I've, cause I've like looked, a nice I've, bourbon. Yeah, because I've looked this up before, and, and traditionally speaking, the, um, a the alcohol of choice is either brandy or rum, and you can decide which one you want, which one ever when you're more partial to. Right. So I tend to like like a dark spiced rum. Right. So I'm like, yeah. Let's what do about that. a port? Like, as a, not not to mix with eggnog, but like, would it be a port? A port would probably be a good like wintery. Sure. Lots thing, of like right? dark fruit. Dessert character. wine. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I don't see why not. You know, um, but again, it kind of pulls in that thing of like, why drink that when you can drink a mold wine. You know, because more of those like Christmas holiday spices and stuff. So, right. but if you're not really into the spices, like if you don't really like star anise and cardamom and nutmeg and cinnamon, then you would a port would be just as good. I really got to question people that like the flavor of black licorice. Something real wrong with you. Uh, I think there's it's something not a favorite. Of damaged mine. star anise, the the anise flavor, the black licorice flavor. Yeah, the anise. Yeah. That's like an Italian sausage. When I'm like, if you eat Italian sausage, you get the the anise it's, in there, the it's, anise or well, it's, anise and well, anise. Well, it's not, whatever. It's and not ass. star anise that's in there. It's fennel. Fennel, but that's the thing. It's like it it's, has the same flavor. No, it does, but it's, it's also different. Fucking disgusting. It's so gross. Okay, we got it. Calm down. There. No, I'm not done. Fuck you. Fuck that. Fuck all this shit. It tastes disgusting. What's wrong with you? Why do you like black licorice? Why does it exist? I'm confused. Why is life like it is? Help me, baby Jesus, sweet. He can't hear sweet, you. Sweet, sweet baby he Jesus. He can't hear you. I don't you... think there's are there. I don't think there are other like you know festive. There's got to be festive cocktails. I have to probably ask my. Oh no, uh, there absolutely are. I have to ask I mean, my nearest mixologist about <laughs> the. I mean, I do uh, have the dry. The dry. The dry. Wow, I'm this podcast might get cut short tonight and i'm already drunk um i did i did immediately come home and drink a shot of whiskey so there's that yeah um but uh we do have i do have it's mine the giant book of the encyclopedia of drinking i guess or whatever it's called that giant book it's just of cocktails. called drinks 
it's just called it's actually just called drink oh sorry just drink no not even just it's just drink <laughs> sorry drink drink Jesus. say it right if you're gonna plug it you gotta say it correctly <laughs> i mean I'll, come on I'll, I'll plug it anyway <laughs> drink it has a, a giant book of yeah. cocktails and there's probably something in there but i mean i mean it's mostly drinks that incorporate festive flavors like cranberry and spices and apple. And Say it like the British, cranberry. Cranberry and apple. Like not like the like the Americans where they say cranberry. Cranberry. You have to say cranberry. Mm. I need a, a lots of cranberries and blueberries and, and blueberries. strawberries. But you know, we were talking the other day about what I thought would be a good like New Year's Eve drink. Dirty martini. Which I think... I think it's a really, like... As soon as you said that, I was like, oh, I would actually make a really good New Year's Eve drink. Like, I don't know. There's just like something like kind of like almost like you think about it, you're like at a New Year's Eve party. It's a little bit like kind of classy and you got a nice outfit on and you're like drinking a dirty martini. The it best seems thing about festive. a martini in general is that it's basically just booze. I know. It's like you... There's you that little like... up on it. little touch of vermouth. Yeah. But besides that, you're just like... Um, this is straight liquor. This yeah. is gin and, and people, like a little uh, bit of like olive juice. This is the funniest go. thing to me about mixing drinks or or cocktails or whatever is that like somebody's like, I'll take a dirty martini, right? And you're like, cool, splash of olive juice to get the salt, the salty brine, and then you get a little bit of the vermouth in the in this like swirled in the glass, which is get the like touch of want like that like that tart wine element, uh-huh. and then you've got gin. And that's gin. it. And you got gin. And, you're, gin. and people are walking around in a fancy little fucking triangular glass, sipping on it like a bunch of assholes. And they're going, this is sophisticated. But like if I was walking around with a bottle of gin in my hand. And you're just, a drunk. And just taking swigs out of it. You're a drunk. I would look like an asshole. No, you'd look like a drunk. But if you put it in a fancy glass like that. Well, then you're classy. You, exactly. But now you're classy. Now you're upper class. You're upper crust. You're, you're quite top drawer. Yeah, here's the thing. Is if I was walking around the party and I was drinking 15 martinis in a night, would I still be classy? No. Because <laughs> if you're drinking 15 martinis in a night, now you're trashy. Oh. Because you're going to be on the floor trashed. Well, what if so. I like being trashy? Well, then that's fine. You, know you are allowed to be whatever you want to be. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Do you... Ha- I mean, okay. I was going to say, it's not really even festive, but a chocolate martini, I guess, could be kind of a wintry... A chocolate peppermint martini? Sure. Why not? Yeah. There peppermint. you go. What the fucking peppermint? Well, no, because every... I mean, peppermint is peppermint regardless, but every, peppermint's always very reminiscent of candy canes. Peppermint candy canes schnapps. Are, and candy canes are, you know, Christmassy. So I think that's where, like, peppermint really kind of shines at this time of year, sure. you know? So you could do, like, a chocolate peppermint martini, you know? But, sure. Yeah, you can do. I've never had a chocolate martini. I don't actually know what the. And I was gonna say you could do like um like a cranberry martini, which you could, but then you're almost making a cosmopolitan at that point, you know. What if you put like cranberry and mint? And mint? I don't know. With cranberry? I don't fucking mm, know. Maybe. You do I mean, like, it a, might like work. a sprig, like a yeah, little, little fucking for topper. a garnish, a little garnish. But then that's just really for like aesthetic as opposed to flavor. Maybe that's, for aromatics. No, fucking mint is all for anyways. You don't like fucking. That's not true. Come on, you can use mint, on, on, mint. in a summer salad with some fresh strawberries. Mm-hmm. Oh, delicious! Oh my god, um, with a with a nice little uh, aged balsamic. <laughs> 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 
where are we? Where are we right now? Are what's, we? Are we in England? What's happening? Are we? Are we in Charles Charles Dickens? Novel? I'm working on new words now. I'm mm. not. I'm not going to do those old old uh, those old timey American words. I'm working on new stuff. Oh, okay, that's yeah. good. Like balsamic. Mm. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> I, w- I, I I wish you well. Anyway. All right. Well, here's the thing. Is I am running low on my snog. Already? Yeah, it's been a thing. I've oh, been drinking right. it for the last 50 minutes. So here's... That, oh. Yeah, so here's the thing. Is I'm about out and I have mm-hmm. like a little sip left. I think we should take a quick break. All right. We will we'll re-up re- on the drink and then we'll be back to talk about our other subjects. We'll refresh our refreshments. Exactly. All right, I like it. Okay. And then we will move on to... More sexy things. Exactly. Alrighty. All right. And we are back with some refreshed refreshments. What did you make? Because it looks very interesting. I made a fucking... Well, because we were just talking about <laughs> right? it. We were. I made a... I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Fine. I'm going to drink out of a triangle. And oh. I... You think you're classy. I am fucking classy. Right. I'm the classiest bitch in this... In this town you are the queen of france i am the queen of france uh <laughs> i made a fucking dirty martini but i made it with special gin which was a lovely gift it was a gift yes. from mutual friends they gave us a little it was like kind of like a housewarming yes gift it was a housewarming gift and it's called empress 1908 yeah. i had never heard of this shit before but it's like a purple bluish yeah. Gin. And it has pea berry in it. So when you add acidity to it, it turns pink. But it looks mm-hmm. like the um, the olive juice did not turn it pink. So it's still like this kind of really pretty it purple. It needs a cit- like a citrus or an yeah, acidic Yeah. If you yeah. put like a little bit of lime in it, it would have like turned hot pink. It would have been super cool. But it looks really beautiful but from where like, I yeah, can see. It's got a really beautiful like it's pur- really cool. purple blue hue. Yeah. It's really neat. It and looks it, really cool. Honestly, it actually... Makes for a very good martini, too. The gin is crazy smooth, ice cold, with a touch of that salty brine. Mm. Mm. Delicious. It's good. I'm going to yes. drink some right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I went basic bitch into a tried and true. I'm just drinking a straight up Moscow mule. A but Moscow mule I was out of a fucking tumbler. A Krampus tumbler, <laughs> so it's festive as fuck. It's festive, but you're also drinking it out of a fucking tumbler. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it has Krampus on it with a little teddy bear with very sharp teeth and claws. You're drinking a... You're basic, it says tis the season, all right? You are drinking a venti Moscow. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> you're absolutely correct. I am. Um... But I was thinking about when I was making oh, this because no. I was... You, you've you been told many times to stop the thinking. No. It I, hurts all people. I, all I do is think. <laughs> this is all I do, always. Um, but when I was making this meal and I was using that grapefruit vodka that I like from Infused Spirits, um, I was not thinking... Not a sponsor. No, not a sponsor. Yet. I wish. <laughs> oh, my God. I love their stuff. Um, but I was thinking, you know, it's like... You know what else are also like holiday like flavors? Oranges. Oranges are a winter. Yeah. F- They're no. year round. No, 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 yeah. no. That's a summary, you- some, some summary shit right there. That's incorrect. That is that is a misnomer. Oranges are actually a winter fruit. Citrus is a winter 
fruit. That's when they come into season is during the winter. So like summertime and all that with like citrus, not a thing. They're, I like, like coming on to seasons. I know you do. But like right on winter, the face of the season. Oranges are winter fruit. <laughs> like literally it was tradition, you know, for you to receive fruits in your stockings like you know way back in the day before they were doing toys and stuff like that as like christmas gifts and you would get oranges and like those chocolate covered oranges that are like the little chocolates those are traditional during christmas time so oranges are a seasonal fruit so you could have orange and citrus and and like infused and flavored alcoholic beverages what's the name of like that norwegian cat or whatever the yule cat what was the name of it though Jolla? Uh, uh, something like that. Jola? Jola? But the Yule Cat. It's a Norwegian it um, tradition. Was it Norwegian? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it would come, like, stalk you in your home and make sure you're wearing w- warm winter clothes. I didn't know that existed until this year. It was very cool. It was yeah. a very cool little thing to find. But, but yeah, but, but citrus is a winter winter fruit, and it is winter-inspired. So you could throw that into your... Uh, Yule Cat! Christmas. Why are you drinks. so fat? Can, can mm, you can? Can what? Y- I'm making a song. <laughs> no. Can you stop? <laughs> could you? Could you not? No. You didn't or, like my song. No, because you're singing over me. Oh, I sorry. Was, I was saying very important things. You can. Oh, you're so fat. You can. No, sorry, I'm not. Okay, should I stop? Yes, please. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, okay. You so- can. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Mmm, <laughs> this martini do delicious. <laughs> You're cut off. <laughs> like bartender, cut him off. I, you mixologist, de- never mixologist ever again for this man behind the the thing with the stuff in it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. All right, I'm derailing. I'm being you. I'm derailing. <laughs> Not happy right now. Very just not. Just pleased. drink your tumbler. I am. You know what? Clearly, I need to catch up to you. I guess. I mean, you're, I'm obviously. I mean, not drunk what I'm enough. gonna say is that you did a good job with that nog because it gave me a nice, <laughs> a nice little buzz. I feel very toasty <laughs> right now. And I now hand- I'm just drinking straight gin. But so when I fine. handed it to you, I was like, I don't feel like it's boozy enough, and you're like, nuts. No, Straight booze, and I'm like, uh, is it though? <laughs> I mean, no, it was. It never. It didn't taste overwhelmingly boozy, but it. I, I, I wanted because I like my. I mentioned this before. I like my drinks to taste like booze. I yeah. like to be able to taste the alcohol in it. Oh, me too. But I also don't want it to, especially if I'm making a mixed drink. I don't want it to taste like straight up alcohol. If so. you if you are looking for a lighter hand on the drink, you definitely don't want Lucia making it. No, you don't. (laughs) I I get my friends drunk all the time. It's amazing. I have a really good friend of mine from work where every time we've had any sort of like holiday event, his girlfriend comes and finds me specifically because I will get her drunk. And she like looks for me. She's like, where's Lucia? She's like, I need a drink with Lucia. And I'm like, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Anyway, um, we were going to talk about some sexy things. We're moving on into the we're sexy world of sex stuff. Holiday sexiness. Holiday fuckings. Yeah. And maybe holiday not so fuckings, as we were talking about earlier. Um, well, not earlier. We were pre-talking about... What do you, what do you mean? Well, I meant like earlier in the evening, we were kind of talking about some stuff. Again, and like, we not on, on this, no, but we no, 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 no. pre-discussion. I meant earlier 
this evening, before we started recording, we were discussing like, you know, what we were some talking points for the podcast and everything else. And we were talking about like holiday, you know, sexy stuff. And it's like, what what's sexy during the holidays? And it's like Christmas hookups, right? Yeah, I was kind of wondering once you brought that up, it kind of made my my brain turn a little bit because I was thinking I was like, we've talked about like the best seasons to kind of hook up in or like what would you think is the most common season to hook up in where Mm -hmm. I was like oh it's summertime but you were kind of like eh right yeah um but then I was thinking I was like well I guess the holidays yeah a lot of people would I mean not I mean it just depends some people feel very lonely at that time they do so I guess there'd probably be a large percentage of hookups at that time. But then you also had mentioned that you know a lot of people who are celebrating their anniversaries in the month of December. Which is crazy. I've seen a, a good handful of people who have been like, oh, happy anniversary. It's our anniversary. It's our an- 10 years, five years, two years, whatever. And I'm like, literally all within this week, there's there's been at least six, I would say. And it's kind of interesting. I'm like, huh. That's a lot of people celebrating anniversaries. Like, I think maybe not necessarily when they started dating, but at least when they started making everything their relationship like an official thing. And that was what I was thinking about. It's the season of commitment, right? That was that was kind of what I was saying. Like, oh, I've been seeing this girl for a while or whatever, and then it's like, you know, I'm feeling nostalgic. Mm-hmm. We got the the Christmas lights. Everything's sure. holiday, holly jolly. I'm feeling warm. I'm feeling cozy. And you're like, you know what? I'm not going to let her go. I'm going to lock this in. And lock it down. Right? Yeah. So Put a ring on it. Yeah. Put a, hopefully not a baby in it, but. Wait, wait, wait. When, no. Hold on. (laughs) We're not talking about babies. Um, The people that were celebrating their anniversaries that you know, Mm -hmm. were they celebrating anniversaries of just them being together or was it weddings? It was both. Okay. It was both. There were some people who were just celebrating like, this is when we got together. Maybe not necessarily like a wedding, but this is like, this is our anniversary of when we got together, you know? Um, And I didn't ask any specifics of like, well, was this when you, was this the anniversary of your first date? Is this the anniversary of like you guys being official? Is this your, you know, wedding anniversary? So I didn't ask specifics, but these were these people's anniversaries. And so people were making social media posts about it or it was coming up in conversation. And it was just, and it just kind of made me go, huh, December, the, month of commitment i guess mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i don't know i would i mean i think i'd have to uh go to the google and like oh that would be interesting do a search yeah and be like, what is the you know what like, is, look up some some graphs yeah for some, sure i want yeah that's that's a that's a that's actually would be a pretty interesting information to yeah, find out about kind of do some some research sure. on that but as much as it is like maybe the season of commitment it's also the season of not commitment and getting freaky at the company holiday party. See, I don't, you know, I guess as much as I would not like to admit this, but for the sake of this podcast and for the sake of conversation, guilty as charged. Um, That's what I was going to say was you, okay. You've had this experience. Mm -hmm. I have not. I have worked in a lot of different companies over the years but none that threw like a proper holiday party. And wait, was it a coworker? Oh yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I like you said, like, oh yeah, it wasn't just like some person that was there. It was like it was different. no, it was co work. 
Very professional. <laughs> yeah. Very professional. Sorry. You start, <laughs> I, you know, it's like you said, it's that time of year. You start drinking a little. You start drinking a little. Mm-hmm. You start fucking a little. Whoa, you, know? you don't just start fucking a little. Okay, you fucking don't a fuck lot. A little. You drink a little, you fuck a lot. Yeah, How's that? Yeah, okay, no, all right. Know. But, you know, that's the nature of it, you know? I and get, everything's magical yeah. and sparkly and and. You know, like you said, nostalgic and festive and feel warm and cozy. And you're like, it really is like, especially if you're, you know, living in, I don't know, places that are just overly festive. It just, it, it, I don't know. It makes you feel different, you know? I got, uh, yeah, I was going to say, well, what I was going to say was that I've worked for a lot of different companies. And anytime there was a company that did anything holiday related, which majority of them did not, um, it was never like that. It was, there was no opportunity of like, you're going to hook up with the random coworker, blah, 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 blah. I will say yeah. that all of the hooking up happened at the after parties. Oh, so I will okay. say, I will, I will caveat it and say that the holiday parties themselves were not for the hookups because you might be, might be drinking a bit, but you're still kind of raining it in a little bit. And also, every, your and bosses are there. I mean, technically, they would be, right? Like, right. Like, a holiday party. Sure. But then there's, the whole, then there's the whole thing of, like, hey, like, we're all, well, there's that. I never did that. <laughs> but um, I did get accused of it once, which is a weird story. Um, Side note. No, I know. But never happened, just for the record. Because um, they but, care. But I don't know. <laughs> Just saying, I got a reputation to protect. Okay, do you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Judgy, um, but no. Then, but really, what happens is like you know, everyone's like been drinking. You want to continue to drink, and the party's over because you know the the holiday parties only go for so long. You know, especially with at least with the ones that I've encountered, where it's like, oh, we're gonna party from this time to this time, and then the bar closes, and you're like, cool, where are we going next? And right. then it's like everyone's like, hey, everyone's gonna go down to this spot down here, and then. You roll to a, a dive bar, you know, sixty deep, and then all of a sudden, sixty deep. Yeah, Fucking you just hell. pack them in, and then you know you. The all of a sudden. You've got a few fucking well whatever's in you, and that one coworker that you've been eyeballing all year oh is there too. You make a move. Wow. There it is, and you're making out in the corner in the back, and, and then, then you're and then your professional working relationship is ruined forever. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Ruined. Unless you both come to a, an agreement, and you're like, hey, you keep your mouth shut. Okay. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Mm-hmm. But definitely the season for hooking up too as well i so. guess so yeah i would i wasn't really associating with like work so much as more of like that was kind of what go, i was thinking you kind of go to you know you're hanging out regular bar that you go to whether it's a dive or a club or whatever and there's a lot of people there that are also there for you know to they're alone whatever it's but- the holidays on the other side of that, there are a lot of people from out of town visiting. So you hook up, you there don't got to, you don't got to see them again. Lot so there's of, that too. A lot of stranger danger out there. Yes. Yeah. Um. Oh, I was gonna say, quick side note. Like this is the kind of so one time during a company I worked for, I lived in a sizable house when I was living in Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. and I somehow. I don't know how we convinced this thing to happen, but we decided that it would be a good idea to have the Christmas holiday party or the holiday party at my place. 
Oh, fun. Even my own boss was like on board for this. They're like, yeah, your spot. We're doing and this. again, we're not going to name names or name companies, but right. this is how th- this night went. I was hosting. Does it rhyme with? What? <laughs> I was going to do that whole thing. Does it rhyme with? And like say something that sounds exactly like the name oh, of the place. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> is the name that rhymes with John? No. <laughs> that, that was yeah. the whole joke. I get yeah. it. Yeah. No. Uh we all were drinking eh, pretty heavily. Uh, my boss, really cool dude, always been a cool guy. Nothing, nothing bad about this dude, and he persisted to drink with us. He's older guy, you know, not like he wasn't like in his sixties or anything. He's like we're in our twenties, and he's in like his late thirties, right? And he drinks with us. And he got so drunk oh, no. that he locked himself in the like guest ba- bathroom of the house, and I had to like he was in there for so long, just and then his wife had to come and oh, get him. No, <laughs> that's his, never a good his look. His wife had to come and get him, and we were like banging on the door to like get him out. Everybody that night, for whatever reason, just because the night was going well, everybody got fucking destroyed just wrecked yeah it was it was fucking funny but we laughed about that for so long afterward i was like why am i trying to get my own boss out of my bathroom like that's (laughs) fucking funny he's supposed to be setting the example isn't he so not not a lot of bunch of random hookups but everybody got fucking total right so that was just a funny little side side anecdote for the uh the holiday party like because it wasn't yeah but no no i mean when it comes to like hooking up i think that i beyond the the employees fraternizing with each other uh i think that yeah it's like it seems like they're yes one a lot of visitors from out of town mm-hmm. and two yes uh there are people who are feeling vulnerable feeling lonely you know again non-covid time totally nobody's doing that well, sh- i mean i'm kind of feeling like we're talking about this like covid doesn't exist exactly yeah. but you know um in another world if you know, things yeah. were normal right yeah. right right yeah, I just feel like, you know, you get a lot of folks around town and it's like, and then you go bar hopping and you're like, oh, this is my cousin from out of town. Like, this is my friend. So and you're like, what's up? Yeah. yeah what's yeah, up, yeah, cousin? Yeah, yeah. What are you doing later? I feel like and then all of a sudden great, you're fucking your friend's cousin. I feel like that's the thing. So I was like, it's a great time for friends to hook up with other people's friends. And that's that's kind of right? what I was thinking. Because yeah, you've got somebody from out of town, somebody visiting, whatever. And then you're like, oh, come out with us. We're going to go do a thing. And then you're like. Yep, there it is. And then you've got your friend breathing down your neck like, why didn't you call my cousin back? What's what's wrong with my cousin? Are they not good enough for you? Is my family not good enough for you? And then that creates a whole different argument. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now you're just creating drama. I'm not. Yeah, you did this, it. Yeah. No, this, this scenario is drama because that's what happens in real life. Mm, I, did, so. I disagree. But anyways. Um, you, you can disagree, but it happens. <laughs> It's fine for you to be wrong. Don't worry no, about it. It's fine for you to be wrong. Uh huh. Um, hmm. That I was gonna say. So that was. So I think that you know beyond the holiday. Do we? I mean, here's a here's like the the. Do you feel like because it's such a fun, happy season slash mixed with the vulnerable lonely season what do you think Let, let's say let's take all the seasons and gauge them for the type of like the a percentage of hookups let's say with throughout the year so like a hundred percent you know in total 
you break it down, how much percentage-wise do you think random hookups happen in the holiday months? We're talking about random hookups. It doesn't have to, you know, friends, relatives, whatever okay, the fuck. Okay, I will know? say, I will say that I think, I would say that I think fall gets the least amount. Um, I would say then winter has the next most, and I would say that it might be a toss up between. Why are you? Are you yawning? I, I had a, I had a yawn. What oh do you What God. do you want from me? Sorry, I'm so boring. Oh anyway, Jesus! Uh, uh, but I would say, in in like scaling order, I would say I would say fall has the least amount of hookups. I say winter would be next, uh, mo- more, and then I would say it would be a toss up between like spring because hello spring break, and summer. Summer. Well, so give me would, give me like a number. What do you think like a percentage would be? I would say that out some, of a hundred percent. Yeah, no, no. I hear you. I would say that summer and spring would be kind of like neck and neck. So maybe like a. Uh, Gosh, like a give me like from November, like the, the I would say like maybe like a a a thirty thirty with summer and spring, and then like a twenty. See, here's the hard part. Here, here's for winter. Here's the hard part about this is that, and then a ten percent for fall. Well, that's the thing is here's the here's the fucking thing that destroys everything is that it's still fall. It's fall until the twenty. First of the month I understand. of December. Yeah, so no, I know. what I'm saying is that if you work, but we categorize this Christmas wintry hookup time in the fall. But also we're including New Year's and New Year's is king for hookups. So we're not even talking about seasons then. We're just, we're going like no, time, not, time of year but I'm just, more. Yeah, I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about like time of year. So, yeah. what are we talking about, like Thanksgiving on? N- no, I would say like like early December to January, February. Okay, for like the winter quote unquote hookups. Winter you know? times. Yeah, because that early December or just the like the time frame of Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, I would know? say so because I feel like you know early December is when you start doing holiday parties and people start visiting. Like maybe maybe your cousin isn't in town until Christmas, but they come into town for a little while to visit for the holiday. Well, like, we get a lot of visitation mm-hmm. from family and other randos Thanksgiving and onward. Exactly. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I would say Thanksgiving less so for hookups just because um, you know, you've got I don't know, it's a little more family oriented. Like you're not doing like I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm totally wrong because I mean, honestly, there you know, the night before Thanksgiving is one of the biggest drinking uh, days of the year. But um, I don't know. I feel like Thanksgiving has less of a hookup vibe to it than uh, Christmas with the holiday parties and especially New Year's. New Year's is huge for hookups because because nobody wants to be at the party alone. They could go alone, but they definitely want someone to kiss at New Year's. You know, like on that like. Sure. Strike, you Anybody know? wants. But what what do you think the percentage of people that randomly kiss at New Year's just to get the, the New Year's kiss it really say, turns into anything else? I would else? say, well, I don't know. Depends yeah. on how drunk you are and how drunk they are, you know? Maybe maybe you've been eyeing each other across the room for, you know, several, you know, hours at the party but haven't, like, gotten to, like, mingle or maybe you're at a bar somewhere and you just haven't gotten a chance, like, say hello to somebody and all of a sudden you're like... I want to make my move right here because it's like quasi romantic and it's, I don't know. I just, I feel like maybe it adds a little extra something to it. It's memorable. You know, anybody out there 
listening, uh, <laughs> I would love to know if you went in for a New Year's kiss and then got rejected. Oh, that would be so sad. I'm not. I mean, yeah. Tell me your sob story. Mm. I'm curious. I want to know about that kind of thing. Like, I was like, how often does that happen where somebody goes like, I want to get that New Year's kiss. And then they go into the person thinking that that's the person they can kiss and they get denied. That would be very sad, though. It would be very sad. Yeah. I mean, I've been to a New Year's party like alone without anybody like intentionally to kiss. Um, But I had a friend of mine who was very sweet and actually gay and gave me a little New Year's kiss. Nothing you know provocative or anything but just like a little i don't know why it would be yeah no i mean i mean it was just one of those like little friend kisses he's like he was like here we go we're gonna we're gonna kiss sure so that's different that's just like friend kiss right exactly yeah Yeah. um yeah uh i would love to know actually you know the reason one of the reasons why i uh i want i want people to tell us their stories if they're willing to share i would like to hear you can be completely anonymous sure i don't mind you don't have to be but you can say your name or you can just say don't say my fucking name right but just sign it anonymous what i did do which i actually almost forgot about was i did finally create an email address for us awesome so we are sd vgpodcast at gmail.com awesome because i didn't want to write out the whole it's a long thing. one yeah so i was like sdvg uh podcast at gmail.com i cool. almost fucked that up <laughs> you, you did i heard i heard about the uh, <laughs> I was like, here. maybe it should have been sdvg at yeah yeah that's yeah, all right i just figured no. i had the podcast no it's great i that's awesome that's amazing i didn't know you did that that's awesome right so, so yeah you can now email us yes sdvgpodcast at gmail.com. Cool. Yeah. So now, yeah, you have a direct contact with the podcast. If you want to share a story of any kind, actually, it doesn't what have to be. want to write in and say hello, that would be awesome, too. So or, let us know you're listening and let, let us know if you love the podcast, if you fucking hate it. I don't know. Any, any comments are good comments. Questions, so. comments, and concerns. There you go. You can share them with us or keep them to yourself. That's fine, too. So, But anyway, yeah, let us know if you have any interesting stories regarding, I don't know, holidays or if you have something you want to chime in about. If you think that we're completely wrong and you think that there's other times of the year that, that are better for hookups or if maybe you have your own hookup story for a Christmas party and like something thing, more. Is you can hear these conflicting stories here. Well, everyone of. has their own. Absolutely. Like, I mean, like I said, I've been that person that's been at the company party and the after party and hooked up and you know so mm, 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 mm. Mm-hmm. things happen scandal no <laughs> scandal eh, whatever <laughs> i mean what do you what, I mean, wow whatever wow. i don't work for that company anymore it's fine wow yeah i know i wonder why yeah <laughs> it wasn't for that it wasn't for that um but yeah, oh, that was I wanted. To, I do want to reiterate that you can email us and you can be completely anonymous. Sure, per your request. Absolutely. Yeah, we w- we wouldn't like read your name on there if you. But didn't also want us leave to. your credit card number in the email. Social security, yeah. blood so, type, yeah, all shoe that size, yeah. you know, mother's maiden name, other information I need. Sure, your first family pet in the street. Daddy grew, needs a new boat. The street you grew up on, so we can get on all your email access. <laughs> Um, but anyway, um, what about you? Have you ever had any kind of like holiday f- hookup fun? Have you ever broken up over a holiday? I don't know. Anything. Anything relationship wise for a holiday? It's so tough because I barely remember yesterday. 
And I know that there's been a lot of things. I know that I, one thing that'll come to mind is I did have a long-term girlfriend and we broke up over a lot of bullshit. And then I almost immediately entered another relationship, which some people would call a rebound relationship. Yeah. And, uh, and we spent the holidays together. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I thought that was nice. To have someone to spend the holidays with? Yeah, because I guess it would have been a more trying time if I had just broken up with a long-term girlfriend and everything was just shitty. Yeah. I think that in having that other person made it less shitty. Right, but you, you know? didn't. But you ended up not being in a long relationship with her? No. Mm, okay. No, it did not last very long. Oh. We realized... So really just through the holidays and then you guys were like, we're done? We knew each other pretty well from over the years. We were like friends of friends kind mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm. And then... We had always been interested in each other, but never, we never were like, we were always with somebody else. Oh, the timing just wasn't right. Never, right, right. We always had, we were always intrigued by each other. Mm -hmm. And then we finally got together and then we realized that we didn't really get along very well. Yeah, that happens. (laughs) You're like, we're better off as friends, actually. It, 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 that's, and honestly, that's kind of like, I think, you know, you live and you learn. Sure, sure. Because that's sometimes that happens. Like you. You have a, an attraction to someone because you like who they are and what they bring to the table. But then you're like, oh, we're not really good together as a couple, but we're good as friends. And that's fine, too. You know, it happens. And you you, you don't know until you try. No, you exactly. Know? So, and I think that that was it. I think her, her and I were both very curious about where this would go and if it would lead to anything more. And I think in our minds that we were we were wanting it to have more. Sure. But I think that when we really got down to like the nitty gritty of how mm-hmm. different her and I were, mm-hmm. that it didn't work at all. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that I remember that being directly around the holidays, like uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas and right. stuff like that. But uh, nothing like... Nothing specific to tie to the holiday to yeah, I where I was like. Where um, you met someone at a thing that was holiday-esque or whatever. Not at the top of my head. Gotcha. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. It's, I, I barely remember when I met anyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I do. It's just like, it's so like, it's so in the, it's things that happened to me years ago. It's like that happened on this time and this day, this month, this thing. Like, unless it happened, like, on my birthday. The one time, the things that I really do remember that's is when... literally the only thing you ever remember is your own birthday. No, which no, you no. also hate, that's which is not, so weird. That's not true. It, no, you remember, like, I, like moments that are not iconic, but they are... They leave an impression. Well, well, it's like, okay, if something terrible happens to you on your birthday, you'll probably always remember that birthday. Sure. Right? So, it's like things like that on those specific days... The things that I actually do remember the most is when I was with any girlfriends that ruined that that ruined any of your holidays that, that you no, loved. No, no, that like Halloween made yeah made uh, Halloween a terrible day. Yeah, I've had a couple girlfriends that, that I was with sits that with you. made my Halloween a non good day. Yeah, and I love Halloween, and I was like, yeah, of all the days of the year, of all the days, to you had fuck to it fuck up. this one up. Yeah. And that made me very unhappy. I and can it imagine. Yeah. Those stay with me. Sure. <clears throat> but besides that, no, um, most of the time, I don't remember what time of the year it was when said thing happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't think I have room in my brain. Long it doesn't re- long, if it doesn't revolve around Halloween, does it really matter? I mean, let's be honest. No, because Halloween's the only thing that really matters. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, I don't know. Holidays are funny. Holidays are... 
really fun for some people and they then they're really fucking terrible for other people. Yeah. So it's interesting to see that dynamic. I everyone, mean, I guess everyone could, has a different experience. I mean, I'm, specifically I mean, the the Christmas slash mm-hmm. New Year's holidays. You thing. know, not to be too somber on my my own side. You know, I I love Christmas. I think Christmas is beautiful and wonderful and it is so magical and I love a lot of things about it but it's also a very somber time for me and my family you know we went through a very tragic loss during this time and so it's a little bittersweet you know it's something that reminds me of lost loved ones but it also um, brings me a lot of joy and happiness so it is it is a bit you know like I said it's bittersweet you know so uh, I think for a lot of people, they some some tend to f- focus on the sadness of it, and you know, and I think that um, it's hard to find the light and the and the joy in in the season when you know there's a lot of weird shit going on. Sure, you know? um, I think we we were sort of talking about this the other day actually, but I was like, I think that it helps when you have other people with you that are like, because if you've experienced something negative and you're with other people who either are just as negative as you or you are with people who don't care about a holiday, then there's really no motivation on your end to become festive or to make the season happier for yourself. Um, And uh, we were kind of talking about this, but like, I think that it was, or like I'll use my own experiences. Like for whatever reason, I Years. This is years ago, but I started to get really down on the Christmas holiday, and uh-huh. I was I was feeling very much like like not as festive about it. I was like, it's not really meant for me as an adult. It's meant for kids, and sure. it's, and you're and it almost reminds you that it, it it brings to mind that you're not a kid anymore, and you're like, cool. What also remi- I don't get to enjoy this the way that I used to. Not even that, but it was like I was you know when I lived in Santa Barbara. As much fun as I had in certain experiences, I also had a very rough time out there. I was making very little money, and I was just struggling. I was, ha- was struggling to, like, pay my rent, pay my bills, do all this stuff. You know, constantly, like, finding myself in, like, more debt than I probably needed to be. And that made um, that made living out there challenging. And um, I think that during the holidays it was also trying to travel and like go see my mom or go see family or whatever i think that that also was putting a strain on me so it's like i was feeling traveling during this time is is difficult and seeing family can be difficult because while you love them they also stress you the fuck out because i know mine does right so i think i was just feeling i'm i was feeling down on that that time of year and i was feeling way less festive about it and then I don't know. I was being, I guess I was being poopy about sure. it. And then one day I was just kind of like, no, you know what? Like, I'm going to turn this around. I yeah. did this. It wasn't for me. Or it, w- it wasn't for anybody else. It was literally just for me. Yeah. You kind of like, buck up a bit and you're like, you know what? No, fuck this. Like, I like this. I'm festive. I like, and I like, you know, some celebrating holidays. Like, you're like, no, I'm just, I'm going to do this thing. I'm right. just going to celebrate and fuck everybody else. Right. And yeah. I was like, no, I'm decorating. I'm doing this and doing yeah. this and doing this. So I think I just tried to make the most of it. So, yeah, I mean, I think that that's, um, I think, I think I just turned it around for myself, but I think mm-hmm. that, like I totally get where it's, you know, it's t- t- way tough for some people. So it is. yeah. Um, I mean, this was probably the least sexiest conversation <laughs> we've ever had. Um, 
I, but I, I think you know, that we I think but, that we also covered the general basis. But of I think the, I think just in general though, it's like find your joy. If it's you know being being slutty at the holiday company party, fucking do you or jerking get, off into a stocking? Get yours. You know what I mean. Just like whatever make, brings you joy. You know, and if it's spending time with family, then what's wonderful. And if it's literally. If it's spending time alone, like I've done on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, like literally spent the whole like days, like those two days alone. It's I actually I know it sounds really sad, but like I actually really enjoyed it. You know, I ate a lot of food. I got drunk. I got Chinese food for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And like it was awesome. I actually really loved it. And I got to watch movies and hang out with my animals. And it was lovely. And I didn't feel alone and I talked to friends throughout the day and like wish them Merry Christmas. Everybody's doing their own thing. And I'm like, I'm just hanging out like, you know, do what brings you joy and makes you feel loved and warm and happiness. You know, like it it shouldn't matter, you know, just do you essentially and no, and no judgment. And yeah, but also I'm judging you. Have fun. I'm not judging I'm you. Fuck judging. you, Ryan. No, don't <laughs> judge anybody. Let people looking. do what they want to do. I'm always watching. As long watching. as you're not, you're not Santa Claus. <laughs> as long as you're not hurting anyone. <laughs> or am I? Do you? You wish. You are jolly, but you're not Santa Claus. Mm, I might be Santa. So anyway, let's segue into more happy talks. So let's talk about things that are happy during the holidays, like new toys and new things and new happiness like our next segment which is video games new but video let's games? talk about new video games and new <laughs> consoles the ps5 you guys sony playstation ps5 holy shit can anyone fucking get one i know i can't so cool it came out and it's a thing and who 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 knows i don't know do you know i don't have one I know. I thought that I honestly was like, if people, there are people out there that if they love me, they'll get me a PS5. They'll surprise me. But that's the, that's where that's you know. where you're wrong because no one loves you. <laughs> that's where you're wrong. That's why you don't have one yet because no one really loves you. It's true. It's true. Uh, now I'm now I'm sad. Oh, just drown your sorrows just, in just gin. Drink this martini. There you go. I'm just salty like your tears. Mm. <laughs> That's why it tastes so good. <laughs> um. um, but yeah, but the PS5, <clears throat> it looks really cool. It's like super sleek and it's very modern, but it is massive though. I do think it's huge. I did see a funny article. It said that a man's oh. wife had sold his PS5. Because she, it turned out that it wasn't an air purifier. <laughs> and I was like, that thing is big and huge. And it does kind of look like an air purifier. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, this guy I know who uh, owns a restaurant in Orange County, he posted on his um, his Instagram today. He's like, he's like, and it was a picture of a PS5. And he's like, oh, look, someone left their air purifier at my house. And I was like, oh, <laughs> look at you, fucking humble brag. <sighs> Uh-huh. Whatever. Um, I'm I like, do, give me that. I do think the thing, it's like, it's so funny. People are talking about how huge it is, but I was like, I guess it's because the fans are keeping everything cool. Well, and but that's the thing. Is like, if you. you think about previous consoles, like PS3, for example, had huge overheating issues. Same with like, the, that ex- we the had, Xbox. My ex and I, we had two of them because mm-hmm. the first one, which was like that beautiful, like piano black, which mm-hmm. was super sleek, 
the fucking fans went out on it and we had to buy a new one. You get the yellow light of death. Yeah. Yeah. I know, which I was crazy. But like, yeah, the fucking fans were terrible. Because yeah, they were like, hey, stand it up. So it, like it stands up vertically. But then it wore the discs out because of the way the disc drive was installed. And so it fucked up your games and your movies and stuff if you're using it as a Blu-ray player. Yeah. And then if you laid it flat, then it overheated. So I mean, that's what happens with any type of launch console right. of any kind is that you're going to run into issues that they just didn't test for when sure. they were getting the console ready. And now, especially with the PlayStation 5, we're running into a weird situation where because of COVID and because of manufacturing abilities, they're like they're having the biggest console launch they've ever had as like as the the financial side of it. They're they're like selling them in moments. But the thing is that they're also sort of untested consoles and people are running into problems already. You know, they're already seeing issues with the launch versions of well, these, these right. consoles. So. Well, again, like kind of like going back to PS3 and even PS4s too or PS2s, it's like, you know, most consoles, your second generation is going to be better than the first when when it first comes out because they've been able to work through all these bugs. So they're making new ones. I'm like, for someone like myself who who enjoys like kind of almost collecting consoles as kind of like a, a thing, like someone collects fucking baseball cards. I'm like, oh, I'll collect all the consoles. I'll have everything. You know, it's like y- y- you want that first iteration because that's the first one, you know, but if you run into issues, you know, so you almost have to wait for the second generation of the consoles to come up because it runs better and it yeah. lasts you longer. And you're having to buy two of them, you know? Yeah. No, I, I, I feel like errors in consoles were definitely less of a problem from like PS2 and behind that. Sure. It seemed like yeah. less of an issue. Absolutely. But they also, the consoles themselves carried way less computing power. Yes. They're the, just not It needed as, less processing power. They're because, full of less tech. Right. right? Because the, a, the yeah. games weren't as elaborate as they are now. I mean, you need so much processing power behind it just to run, you know, you're kind of... Even your quote unquote low end like game yeah. still requires way more than like your high end PS2 games. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like yeah. four of those PS2 games in one. No, absolutely. Yeah, like pixels, polygons, all these things. Yes, that, you know, yes. Yeah. Uh, how? What? I guess the big deal that which I'm not I'm not a developer. Obviously, I don't like understand all the ins and outs of. What? Come on, make a fucking snarky comment. I am. Dude. This yeah. is my job. Yeah, I have to. It wouldn't be it please, wouldn't it no, wouldn't be please. podcast if I didn't please, make a second no. comment. Make your You're comment. not a developer? What? what? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Tell me more. Oh my god. Yeah, you know, yeah. Okay, that was real real professional. Yeah. You just slurp it on the straw. I wished it was like the bottom of like the uh, cup with the ice. I, the that would have been slurped, so yeah. great. Mm, oh my god. So so great. I missed my cue. Um But no, I mean there's all this like one of the big deals, these like for the current consoles that in the new Xbox and new PlayStation is one the processing power but two it's the um what do they call it like ray tracing so that's supposed to be this really stellar like in game like you can see these beautiful reflections and lighting effects and shadow effects oh yeah yeah that's yeah. part of that whole thing mm-hmm. and like the game can do these really amazing just detailed effects that you just can't get on the old consoles mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's a big part of the new stuff well that was um, always an issue even with pc gaming yeah. it's like you know um i it was you know even though i like i did a lot of pc gaming you know years ago it's like a lot of my like my lag time came from 
all these heavy shadowings and reflections and everything. So it's like certain things when I would like lag out on my computer, I'd have to go into my settings and turn all that shit the fuck off. And like it looked beautiful when everything was like cranked to a fucking million. But I was like lagging my ass off because you're gonna get a pro graphics card well i mean i had a decent graphics card for what you know what i had but you know some of the games just required too much and i just wasn't able to have the highest level of what was needed and you can shut your mouth (laughs) i'm telling a story but you know i had to turn all of that stuff off so when it was on it was like oh my god this looks amazing but it just required a lot of processing and for general gameplay like what i was doing it's like i didn't need it so i didn't feel like i was losing out but when i was able to use it it did did look really nice so yeah i wish i could have kept it but i was like yeah whatever yeah as long as my as long as my game ran and i could play you know like normally it it I didn't lose that much, really. Yeah, I mean, I feel like these days, graphic fidelity is such a major factor in in modern gaming, right? Like, there are there are a lot of indie games that come out that are, like, still going with, like, oh, we're using 16-bit graphics or whatever it is. But there's a but charm to that because they're, like, indie games. Right, but so they're it's using okay. that, like, that nostalgia factor or sure. that retro factor right. or whatever. But they're like, we're um, going to make a modern game with like old school graphics. Right. And that's, that's kind of like the fun of it. You know, they're, they're kind of harking back on like stuff they grew up playing. I don't know. I know there's some, there's some, there's a lot, actually it's, a, it's not just some, it's a lot of gamers love that kind of stuff. Like they love going back to that old style. I, I don't know why, because I grew up on old pixelated, you know, little Sprite games, you know, like, all this like MIDI music and stuff like that for like, you know, any, you know, from the NES Atari 2600. Like I played all that stuff growing up, but since I've grown up with the technology and watched it evolve, I kind of have a hard time going back to even a game that's made now that looks like that. I don't know why, but I feel like I'm... But you don't want to play old school games for the fun of it? Like, what about, like, Mario or, but, like, like I don't Sonic? Know. Well, but the thing or... is, that, like, I don't know. There's something about playing an old game that unless I'm playing it on the original system that it was on... Like, if I plug in a P, like an, like an NES... Okay. If I plug in an NES and I'm playing Super Mario Brothers, that's one thing. But, like, when I go, they go, oh, hey, we just came out with new game that looks like it was from the Nintendo era, but you can download on your PS4 and I start playing the game. There's something, I don't know what it is. There's a disconnect there, it, for something yeah. for me. Like I'm not your, like your I'm, brain goes, mm, like I'm not enthused why? by it. Yeah. Mm. And I don't know why, like I just, okay. I can, I'm I not can, connecting with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can kind of see what you're saying about that, you know, cause you're expecting like, I want this game on this new console to look like a new game. I don't right. want it to look like an old game and on I've a new played, console. Like a million different indie games, but usually the graphics are on par with like looking looking decent. You know, what I mean, they're not looking right. like an old game. They're looking like relatively. Sure, relatively it may not new. be as high end as something. Or I'm looking like for Last something of that Us has, Three, but well, I'm having or two. looking or two, three? yeah, two, yeah, two, two, shit. Two. No, there is a g- three yet. Yeah. I was gonna say, I'm like, I gave it an extra yeah, game. Yeah. I, as soon as I said it, I was like, wait, that's wrong. Yeah, yeah there's only two right that's now. That's right. That's um, right. But. Yeah, no, the, um, I mean, if I'm playing one of those indie games, like, if even if it's not up to par with, like, the new God of War, it, it still has, like, a uh, a unique art style that's not retro, you know, right, like right. that. Yeah, it has some, like, you know, something interesting about it, you know, that's going to 
that I can kind of like sink my teeth into. Sure. And I don't know what it is. Like the retro stuff, I just, I don't know. I'm just not attaching to it for whatever reason. Unless yeah. you're playing it on a retro system is what you're saying. Yeah. Like if I plug yeah. in a Sega Genesis and I'm playing Sonic, then I'm completely like, I'm playing Sonic. Because then you're yeah. in it. Because then yeah. like, that's the thing. It's like you're playing it on that console. You've got right. that controller in your hand. You don't have like a PS4 yeah. controller in your hand going... I'm playing an old school There's game. There's something disjointed right. about that whole that whole yeah. experience. Like if I like because I when I was a kid, I loved playing old uh, Mega Man games. Yes. on the NES. Mm-hmm. But if I think if I played like you can buy the Mega Man collection, I have it, yeah. and I played it on GameCube. Yeah, so it but had like can, all the games. But on you it. could buy it on the PS4. Yeah. So it's like if you buy if I bought the Mega Man collection right now and I started playing Mega Man on my PS4, I don't. I think I would just not. I don't know if I would. Atta- I don't feel like I would attach. That's so like, sad. Like I don't for have you. an interest. I don't know. I don't I'm so sad for you on that because I'm not mad I, about it. I don't care. Like I'm playing an old game and I'm like I'm stoked because I didn't have to like unplug, replug in, get a split, get the AV out of AV, whatever, and put output, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, doop, 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 same console, playing the thing, like, that I grew up playing. Like, it's, I don't know, I just, I mean, I, 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 I see what you're saying, and I understand what you're saying, but also, I'm like, there's something convenient about still playing those old games that I love so, so well, much. I, I and playing it on a new, the... and playing it on a big screen TV, and it adapts, and, like, the whole I, thing. I appreciate the con- the convenience of it. I think that, that the accessibility aspect is great. Yeah. I'm just saying that me, personally, like, I'm not attaching to the old shit. It's like, I feel like I've moved on, you know? It's like, I don't oh, really Oh, you think wanna... you're above it? No, I didn't say that. Uh, that's don't, what don't, I heard. Don't fucking put words in my that's mouth. That's what I heard. I'm just saying, I don't You're too feel... good for your roots of where you started and where you came from and what you l- fell in love with and grew nah, up motherfucker, with. motherfucker, listen. I, <laughs> <laughs> I actually bought the uh, Metal Gear Solid collection. Uh-huh. That came out on the PS3. Yeah, and I a couple years ago, it was like it was like two years ago. I decided to replay one of my one of the games that got me into like wanting to play video games all the time was Sons the, of Liberty. Well, no, the just oh. the original Metal Gear Solid. That game blew my mind, and that was a PS1 game. Mm-hmm. And I was so enamored with that game. And I, I mean, I think I talked about this before, but it was just one of those games that like it truly rocked my world when it came to like game stuff and i put it in my ps3 and i played the game again and i was like i love this game and i know this game inside and out i can like almost scene for scene i know this game it lost some luster didn't but it, it didn't it, it was it was like this game is really old though <laughs> like and it wasn't it plays old and it plays different and you're kind of going like there's just a lack of there's some feeling there that just doesn't feel there's that there's something like it's nostalgic, but that's it, you know? And I mean, the game's still amazing. I'm not like discounting the quality of the game, but did I love playing through it the way I used to love playing through it? No, I did not. So that's more of a, that's more of telling of, of you and your feelings towards games as opposed to you playing the games on new systems. It's just because Maybe the game, it's like when you rewatch movies that you used to love as a kid and you watch them as an adult, you're like, and you start sitting there watching, you're like, oh God, why did I love this as a child? And it's kind of, that's what it sounds like to me is that, you know, you loved this game once upon a time, you replayed it and you're like, oh, I don't like it as much as I thought I did. You know, no, that's it, the didn't, thing it is, didn't resonate with you. No, I mean, I love, I think the story of Metal Gear Solid or the game itself is fucking awesome. I still love that story. I'd watch that story over and over again if it was accessible to just watch. 
but it really is like you have to play the game and the gameplay of the game is so dated that I'm like, I don't even, it's like the functionality of actually playing the game is there's a disconnect there. I'm like, it's an isometric over, like over the top version of where you're watching snake, like run down below yeah. you. And it's like this funky, weird. Right. So that's, so like I said, it says yeah. more about the game than it does about playing the old game on the new console. Um, because you remember it being so amazing, but now you're trying to replay it and you're like, eh, I don't like the, f- I don't like the mechanics of it. I guess you know? the age of the game. Yeah. Yeah. It starts showing its age more because when you play it, when it initially came out, you're like, oh, this is so amazing. Cause it was groundbreaking. It was like when, you know, years, years and years and years later, I went back and tried to play Final Fantasy seven. And I remember people losing their shit over this game being like this is the most amazing game ever but it was one of the very first games that really incorporated like the fmvs and you know you're just like and i went back and i played it because i hadn't played it when it first came out and i was like this game looks like garbage it was the graphics were terrible the yeah the you know the in-game video movies were like great but the gameplay itself looked like looked terrible and i was like what but you know, it's, it kind of was like the same feeling of like if you had loved it when it first came out and then you went and replayed it, you're like, oh, this looks like crap. I mean, it's not even really like the gra- the graphics aren't the biggest deterrent well, for me. It's I know, just but more I'm of just, like the way the actual That's what I'm saying is that like, you know, you kind of go back and you're like, oh, this doesn't, this doesn't play the same way it did. The mechanics are silly because you're used to more high tech games and now you go sure. back and you're like, oh, ew. Well, there was, um, well, I was trying to think of there. Oh, like I, we were kind of talking about this before, but uh, I downloaded some old so rockstar video games the guys who made grand theft auto before they were solely like a studio that basically just made like grand theft auto games they made like one game they used to make other stuff and they made a game called bully and they made a game they made a game uh based off the movie the warriors and they made like a bunch of other random crap like they made uh red dead redemption and they you know they not the red dead redemption just came out not that long ago but i mean they made all these like other games that are not grand theft auto hey red Um, dead red dead is is rockstar yeah okay i didn't know that Um, all i know is that i got buddies from another studio up the street from my work who helped work on red dead redemption so that's why i was i was surprised because i mean i know their studio wasn't the only one that worked on it but i know they helped like they probably worked on the multiplayer but but i think i told you they're the ones that worked in the the transformer games yeah that's the high moon Moon studios Studios. yeah Yeah, shout out to my boys over there because they're (laughs) awesome i doubt any of them are listening to this but high moon studios has made they're all super awesome and amazing great cut two they made at least two all right that's enough um they made at least oh jesus christ they made at least two of the best transformers games ever made yeah um but anyways that's a side note uh but anyways rockstar makes these uh you know older things they made a lot of ps2 games and you can re-get those games now on ps4 through the store i downloaded bully and i downloaded manhunt and i downloaded um the Warriors. And I was like, why am I blanking all of a sudden? Oh, yeah. So I downloaded these three games, and I started playing all of them, except for I didn't restart playing Manhunt yet. But trying to play a PS2 game on the PS4, it just controls so strangely. It's so clunky and less fluid, and it's just weird. Like you're ju- It's the strangest experience to pick up a game that you used to control on a ps2 and now you're trying to control on a ps4 
while you're transitioning from playing modern video games to playing that game, one of those games, it's like a whole different world of just like the way you play. Yeah, and, you go from one to another, yeah. and you're like, what? And this goes beyond just it being graphically different. Right. It's just like a, the play is so strange. And I still want to play through all of those, but man, it was like, cl- it's just clunky. It's just like, it's not nearly as smooth or just as like playing a new, uh, not as sophisticated it's, uh, in so many different ways. And you can share, it just actually just shows how much the industry has changed or oh, how much they've learned. It's you know? evolved tremendously, mm. even in the just the last few years. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's it's incredible. You you know we uh, we uh, we were watching that uh, documentary about the video games. Oh yeah, and we were watching like basically the the birth of video games, and it's you know what video games been around for forty five years, fifty years, like what like like early early iterations of like what we call like modern video games. Now they had stuff basically via the sixties, and then yeah, you know, yeah. but I'm I'm talking like you know when you've got like Atari and and you've Pong, essentially, you know, like I'm thinking more of that stuff. So, like you 70s, and yeah, 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 you know, and like how far it's come. Like now we have games that are, have mocap in them that look like people. Oh, yeah. Like it kind of blows my mind a little bit because I look and I'm watching this and I'm like, this is so, the rendering is so clean and yeah. impeccable. And it's like, what am I, what am I watching right I'm now? Still, I, I mean, mean I, it blows my mind. I know you haven't seen it yet, but I'm still like really flabbergasted by the animations in uh, The Last of Us 2. The facial, you talk about that constantly. The facial animations were. I well, was you like, showed me a couple of little clips. So. Yeah, but I was just like, "What the fuck? Like this? Yeah. This looks like a like yeah. not that they like you can absolutely tell they're not real people. Sure, but they're so." like well realized mm-hmm. that you're like i feel this like i see this yeah. i feel it i'm experiencing it and it's like you're not getting any of that kind of, that what the uncanny valley or whatever where no, you're like i mean this is weird it looks too human you I know mean, they, that's the thing is that they look so good or that their facial expressions mm-hmm. and the way that they react to things it's like even in the in the cutscenes and in the game itself while it plays you're going like this just looks really, really fucking yeah. good. And you're going like, I don't know. Like, you know that graphics are going to get better because they always get better. But you're just sitting there going like, where do we go from here? Like, where do you go to a point of it just looking? Eventually, as a game, you're going to turn on a video game and it's just going to look like a person. You know, it's just yeah. going to look like a real human. And all of a sudden, I you don't, just, yeah. like you're going to be running around with a real man. Just like, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think for a long time, like companies thought that VR was literally going to be like the, the next step in video games. But B- VR has had a tumultuous like history. Like VR was popular, then it wasn't, then it was and it wasn't. I mean, we saw Nintendo battle that <laughs> fucking dragon for years with things like the virtual, virtual boy. boy, which, by the way. I still own one of those. That's probably worth some it's money. It's at my mom's. It, I wonder what I could get for that on if eBay. If it still functions, it's probably worth something. It probably does. I probably just have to put like batteries in it or something. But but you saw, you know, like companies battle with that and like, you know, like Nintendo with like, like I said, Virtual Boy, the Power Glove, anything that was more interactive in like that kind of 3D realm. Um, but, you know, we had that a little bit with that weird VR goggle thing, a while, you know, a couple of years ago, where people were standing in their living room, like doing crazy shit. And it's like, 
yeah, it was fun and interactive, but it never took off the way I th- was. I think companies were really hoping it was going to be, and I think that that they were like, "This is the next step beyond what we're doing right now with consoles. This is what's going to make things more real, more interactive, more tangible." But I don't think it was as accessible to people because, like personally, I don't like the idea of. We talked about this in other episodes. I don't want to be in the game. I want to watch it from afar. Right. Because like I said, like certain aspects of stuff, I get vertigo pretty easily and it kind of freaks me out. So I just, I don't know if I could do a well, VR like I thing. Like a, I, I, think I, I think a lot of people tend to feel, I mean, who, I mean, I guess I'm making sort of a blanket statement, but it seems like a lot of people feel like they want to experience a game in the sense that it's almost like an interactive movie as opposed to you being the character or you being the person right and um i mean there's playstation vr that's sold moderately well Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know they're probably going to do another rendition of it like psvr 2 or whatever the fuck um, they come around every few years. You'll see well, I mean, a still new the, virtual reality They still thing. make VR games. Sure, like, it's not yeah, like that's yeah. not happening. I know, but they're uh, not. But I remember when it was all the rage a couple of years ago, and everyone was like, oh, we all have these things. And I'm like, cool. So the guys... Who, I'm not buying one. Right. So the guys who made um, one of the... I think still to this day, it's probably one of the best first-person shooters I've ever played, but it's the Half-Life games. Uh, Half-Life 2 is still, to, to me, it's still one of the best first-person shooters I've ever played. And they made a VR game called Half-Life Alex, which has kind of like reinvigorated this series. They've taken like a 10-year-plus break of not making anything in the Half-Life world. And um, there's a lot to unpack with that. Remind me of the game studio on that one again. It's remember. called Valve. That's r- yeah. Oh, yes. Valve uh, is... Duh. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you said it, I was like, oh... Yeah, I know Valve. Okay. They're the ones who run Steam. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, Valve yes. and Steam. Huh? Duh. <laughs> no, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, anyways. Um, they took this weird hiatus. They were originally supposed to create a game for the Half-Life series that was supposed to be Half-Life 2 Episode 3. It was an add-on, and then never happened. And so there's all this stuff where they were like, what the fuck, Valve? Like, why didn't you make this game? How come we never got either Half-Life 3 or how come we didn't get... Half-Life part out do this thing part three whatever and it just never it just never happened and there was this whole gap and then all of a sudden they were like we're coming out with a new Half-Life game but surprise it's in VR and everybody was like fuck because <laughs> right. everybody wanted to You're play like, the game cool but now they, we made this thing that we don't have but they purposely like limited the audience that could access the game they made it a first person game like first person shooter. But do you think they were worried about like negative backlash regarding like criticisms in the game? Like they're like, oh, it's not the way it should have been. No, I think no? that Valve is very much a company of technology, mm-hmm. and they are very mm-hmm. much a. Co- they're basically like George Lucas. George Lucas is a man who likes to embrace technologies, and he he's sort of like a. a James Cameron. Right. James Cameron and George Lucas are sort of one and the same. They're very much interested in the technologies of the industry and what they can do on film with said technologies. They're not so much interested in the narrative or the character or whatever. It's like, they're look at more, this cool new technology I'm going to use to make this new movie. Right. They're more right. interested in the tech and what they can make it look like. Right. And that's like one of the but biggest... But there's innovation in, in that on its own. Well, now, there's one of know? the biggest contentions for like avatar or even the star wars prequels is that they were effects driven 
and not so much on the story, story narrative, character, acting, blah, 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 Man, blah. And they weren't as, like, as developed and as flushed out. And right. So the thing so, is that, So it's lacking so, something. Yeah, right. So Valve is very much in the same space, too, is that they are so focused on the technology. So even like Half-Life 2, for example, was all about physics. Like everything was like when you're trying to get out of an area in Half-Life 2, you would pick up a brick. And you'd put it on a thing to weight that thing down to then jump up. Sounds and like d- Portal. Well, but that's <laughs> but that's Valve. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It sounds just like Portal, where right. Portal was all puzzle based and everything. But they're puzzles so. and physics, and they they, Which but they were created, also terrifyingly annoying. Right, but they created a physics weighted based system yeah. to play through. Right, and that you could lift things up and throw things and do this stuff. So that's what the, that's what they like. They were creating this thing, but then Half Life Two aged. And got old and got old and got old. And then they were eventually like, well, we could make Half-Life 3, but really we're looking for different technologies to develop and to, you know. And they just, as a company, felt like we're just going to make a first-person shooter to make a first-person shooter, but we're not really going to be doing anything interesting with it. Yeah. And so they were like, we could complete the story for you, but we're not going to be doing anything fascinating. And then you, you know? but then you also lose part, lose part of your like audience demographic when you don't continue to innovate because when you're known for being innovative and then you don't, you're like, wah, wah. So in comes Half-Life Alex. Right. Half-Life Alex is a VR experience where you play as a character from Half-Life 2 in a different time period than when uh-huh. it takes place in Half-Life and you experience a new narrative and it's Mm -hmm. a new game that takes place in the half-life world and you're not playing as gordon freeman which is the main character of the half-life world right and you're playing as this whole thing and it's a vr experience and it's a vr experience only and they have no as far as i understand there are no intentions to bring it to a console and make it a normal first person shooter it's not how they built the game you'll never see it in that form right because they're embracing a new technology Mm -hmm. they found an opportunity to do that and like and if you want to play this game like like you bad gotta, enough you are gonna make it happen you so gotta you, get some vr exactly shit. that's yeah. what i'm saying it's like you want it bad enough you will go out and you will acquire the new technology to be right. able to play this game and some people and for some people that could be a system seller right yeah, like that's the sure. thing that's gonna get you to buy yeah. the oculus you, whatever you, the fuck yeah, yeah. There, there's the name yeah. of it that's what i was looking for oh, yeah. shit it escaped me um you know that's 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 the thing with with most consoles and stuff like that. It's like you get a game that is popular enough that drives the sales of particular consoles. Like to be fair, like I probably would have never in my life ever owned an Xbox if it wasn't for fucking Halo. Right. If Halo had not been exclusive to just Xbox, yeah. like as a console exclusive game, I would have probably never owned an Xbox. But because I wanted to play Halo Two so fucking bad. I bought an Xbox. Yeah, and Halo you know? Two and Halo Two was a system seller. It was, and yeah. that and that's the thing is like, because you made it a console exclusive item, and I fell trapped to that immediately. I was like, I wanted to play that so bad. I was like, well, yeah. I guess I buy an Xbox now. And I literally played two games on my Xbox. I played Halo Two and Ninja Gaiden, <laughs> and that was it. And everything else, I was mostly a Sony girl, so I played pretty much everything else that I was interested in on PlayStation. Sure, but. Xbox had my heart for two things, and that was it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I mean, I think that that's, like, where 
I don't even remember how we got like on that main tangent, but it was just like that <laughs> new, new, no, it's fine. Like it's like, we were talking about new systems, well, new and... systems, new technologies, how each company embraces them, why I don't attach to older games. I mean, I think that kind of summarizes a lot of that. I think that actually a great example, uh, you're right there. Yeah. This is a lot of booze at the bottom of my cup. Who did that? Did you make the drink or did you, you did? I never made this drink. Yeah. You, you made a tumbler full of booze. No, you did it. And now you're drinking. Oh. You didn't mix it right. No, and you're drinking mostly oh. booze at the end. I don't want it. <laughs> I'm actually out of I need a drink. Do but we pause in the middle of the video game segment? I feel like we have to pause. I see a top it off with a little bit of mixer. Yeah, That's okay. all I need. We're going to do a quick little little segment. And then, but I want to come back. Break. There's one other thing before we end all together. There is one other little piece. Like, there's like two little things I wanted to touch on before we actually like break it down. So before we end the podcast, no, I know we still have more things to talk about. We do. We got more in the video game. World. I need more drink, but we need and then more. We'll go back to the video. Games. All right, we need more booze. All right, all we'll right, be right back. All right, we're back. We are back. Welcome back. So wait, did you didn't make a new drink? You just re- I just topped off because it was very. It was like drinking straight vodka. Yeah, it was pretty boozy, and I was having a hard time. I was like, "Ugh, what are we doing?" That's pretty lame. I mean, I got a whole new drink. You you opened a beer. <laughs> That's the laziest way of getting a new drink. Whatever, it's a new drink. Whatever. This is practically a new drink. There's so much fucking booze at the bottom of one this of my one. favorite IPAs of all time. Mm. Pizza Port Swami. Shout out to Pizza Port San Diego. What? What? Not a sponsor. But I have a lot of friends who work there, so. Hi, friends. Screw your friends. They're not helping us. No, they are, because I get free beer from them. Oh. I mean. You do? No. Bring me the free beers. No, I don't get free beer. Bring me the freeze. So, you get nothing. Give me everything. No. Anyway, we were talking about consoles and games, but you said you had some stuff you wanted to touch on. I know we didn't really talk very much about, like, festive games like we have the last two no, we're times gonna, we're gonna but, cover that we're gonna yeah. cover festive shit but the other thing that i was excited about talking about the new like right. hotness for christmas like the big like christmas gift of the year that the thing that you can't get because there's yeah. always like that one thing every fucking christmas when i was a kid like yeah. that was like the toy well to you have. know what it is the ps5 is the tickle me elmo it, of 2020 yeah and you know what i got a fucking tickle me elmo that year I never had so one. never wanted one no Wait, weren't you a little old for a tickle me elmo that's not the <laughs> point i but i fucking got one though okay my, you know why because my mom I think I get it from her. You know how you said I'm very lucky. I like I have a lot of like good luck. Yeah. I get it from her, I think. Cuz she actually won a lottery at some store 100 years ago when these things were popular and was like one of the numbers like chosen that got to purchase one. So I and I don't know how the fuck she ended up doing it, but I ended up getting one that that exact year and it was like, "What?" Did you also have a Furby? I did have a Furby. Oh, my God. I got it that same year it came out, too. See, I've never gone after these, like, weird, big popular items, except for when the Nintendo 64 came out. That was, like, a huge, 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 huge thing. The 64 was, like, everybody wanted one. I have one now. I know. It's over there. Yeah. They're, not, that- they're not popular now, but at the time. They're becoming more popular, though. Like the old consoles and old games, mm-hmm. like original games, are becoming like a thing now. Cause, like, I mean, nostalgia is everything the last sure, few years, you yeah. know? But, like, 
a buddy of mine from work, he just got a new N64 with a bunch of games. He's like, this is like a $600 score and I got it for like 150 bucks. And I was like, dude, I have, I have like fucking twice as many games as that. Like, yeah. okay. I'm like, shit, should I be selling these? Would I be making some money right I now? I still have my original. I got I, fucking quarantine bills to pay. I have my 64. I have my NES. I still have. Yeah. I have an OG Game Boy somewhere. I've got a Game Boy Advance and a color. I have, an I have OG, all kinds of shit. I have an OG Game Boy. It still works, but the screen's not mm. great. It's very, very faint. So. Yeah, they just kind of wear out. I kind of want to like the components just kind of disintegrate. I kind of want to like throw the OG Game Boy into like a shadow box or something, and like, then like yeah. like As frame a, like use yeah. it as like a frame. It'd be kind of cool because you just can't really play it anymore. It's a display so. piece almost. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of like yeah, because it still what looks pretty good. It's in mm-hmm. like decent condition for yeah. its age. Yeah. yeah, it's just uh, yeah, the screen doesn't really like pop the game on for anymore. Sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, what was just really side quick note? Because I have an answer for this, but I want to know yours. What was your favorite Game Boy game to play? Game Boy game? Yeah, it's got. You be, can remember? Yeah, I think. I mean, there was a, I played a lot of games, mm-hmm. but I think it was Kirby. Okay. The original yeah. Kirby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game was so cool because I was like, Super. you're this weird little yeah. puff ball it's that whoop, like whoop, goes whoop, around whoop, whoop. and like sucks things up. Yeah. And, spits them. and there was like the really neat boss. Like one of them was like an animated tree that uh-huh. was like dropping apples on yeah, you and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I was like, this is just, a, I just remember playing that game. And actually, it. I, there's a lot of Game Boy games I had, but I never finished. Mm-hmm. I finished Kirby. Nice. I played all the way through Kirby. And that's nice. when Kirby was not pink. He was still white. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's like a little ghosty thing, right? Right, he's yeah. like a little ghost. Yeah. yeah, so you want to know what mine was? Sure. You want to know what my super fucking lame ass favorite Game Boy game my was? My Little Pony, Tetris. Oh my god! To this day, I still fucking love Tetris. That's because you you like Russian collusion. I do actually. <laughs> I, I I might be Russian. I don't know. <laughs> you, you just don't slow down though. <laughs> You're kicked off the podcast. You, you're why, done. Why are you rushing? You just slow down. <sighs> you can't. Oh my god! Please, please stop. Oh man, I'm gonna, I win. I'm gonna start throwing things. I at love you. it. I'm the king of the podcast now. <sighs> I quit. All right, I quit. All right, we're gonna go back. We're gonna go into the. We're gonna keep talking about video game shit. Anyways, because apparently you have things you need to discuss. No, I was just no. I wanted to talk. You were you were on it. You wanted to talk <laughs> about. I was saying we had a couple more things. I know to holiday holiday s games. No, not even that. Fuck or that. what? Oh, but, sorry. Oh, no, we're gonna talk. So we're talking about the PS Five. Yes. Well, okay. Also, there's the new Xbox. Apparently, that's pretty hard to get to you, but who cares? Oh, I didn't even know there was a fucking new Xbox. Like, that's how little I give yeah, a shit. That's what they 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 got to come out the same. That's time. how yeah. little I give a fuck about what Xbox Apparently, is doing. The Xbox is actually a more powerful machine, but it the always reason, has been. That's the, the thing. It always fucking well, has here's, been. Here's Xbox has always been slightly better than PlayStation. Here's the deal. But PlayStation has a has more like curb appeal. Well, no, not even that. You know why PlayStation is always winning? More it's online accessibility. Not even that. But yes, because whatever your friends are playing, you're going to also no, play. No, no. Here's the thing. The reason why PlayStation does better than Xbox is because PlayStation has exclusives that you can't experience 
anywhere else. But Xbox had that too for a long time they as do, well. They do, but everything that's exclusive for Xbox also goes to PC. You have another sure, option. Sure, because you get Microsoft. So. Yeah, Microsoft mm-hmm. has said... That's fair. Microsoft has said straight up, there there are no more exclusives. Like, you can play... The next Halo game, you will be able to play on a PC day of release. All right. So you don't need an Xbox yeah, anymore. Yeah. It's totally just like a So want. then what's the point of even like making Xboxes anymore? Here's the thing with any system. But I guess because some people can't afford to have like a high-end PC. That's the thing so. where you could buy a console that quasi acts as a as a PC, but it's not going to be as high-end, right? As right. most. But yeah, like where a real high-end PC can cost you a grand or more. Sure. So, sure. So I mean like right, you're going to spend 500 bucks on a new system or 1200 on a pc right yeah. so i think that's that that's fair. i think that's where the accessibility yeah. aspect comes from and also budgetary sure right sure, so sure, that's sure. a big element it's easier to finance 500 bucks than it is 1200 it's a lot easier to throw him yeah again it's yeah, yeah. a lot easier to throw yeah. 500 than it is yeah. 1200 because yeah. you yeah. look at that price tag and you're like oof, mm-hmm. a thousand bucks yeah. like 500 like and also PCs, yeah, I could do that. I would say that to a certain extent, PCs require more, um, like quote unquote, maintenance than the, a, con- a console does. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh God. Oh <laughs> shit. I was breathing too hard, and, and then I almost died. Breathe hard. I better just drink just this beer. Stop instead. breathing. Mm. Just, just stop breathing. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. I wish you would. Oh my God. Um. Um. But yeah, no, that, that's fair. No, PCs do require a lot more general maintenance. Um, then uh, a you gotta download does. this driver yes. and you gotta do this thing and you, and you gotta, gotta do, do the antivirus and blah, 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 blah. yeah no that's that is a very very true statement so yeah. but like yeah with a with a console you just turn it on and it goes oh we're updating it and yep. you go oh okay You're like, cool all right yeah. see you like in an hour so as long as done. you don't have like a ridiculously long like slow internet then you can do you know you, you're, sure. you're not really concerned about sure it. sure 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 <laughs> it's not in the same <laughs> I'm dying still I'm sorry. I I did a big breath and then I've got the COVID and I'm now dead. Thanks. Why can't you breathe properly? The 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 wind and the allergens. We out just here, talked about this. The like, allergenics. While we were refreshing. Yeah. I'm not not as just, bad as last time, but no. I'm still. It's still. I've been sneezing a lot today, so there's something. Yeah, in the I air. sneeze a couple times a day too. So, um, but uh, but yeah, no, you're the. I just I had no idea that there, there was. Even a new Xbox coming out. Yeah, honestly. no, they actually came out like two days before the PlayStation. Oh, really? That's yeah. crazy. That's totally, I missed all that. No, it's fine. It was um, like slip through the cracks for me. Like, I was like, what? Well, here's the thing is that no matter what, with the PlayStation, they're insanely hard to get. Uh, you have like bots that are buying up systems. Sony can't produce enough. They're having manufacturing delays, not issues, but delays. Yeah. Because COVID and blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, you'll be able to get one. But, like, also, if you wait till next year, you're going to get later versions of things where there's better updates, there's better this, better that. You eventually, if the longer you wait, you're going to get the better system. I mean, it sucks because I know everybody wants the thing now. Yeah. And it makes sense because I want one. I want one. But at the same time, I'm like, eh, at the end of the day, I can wait. You, you can yeah. 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 I mean, it's you're not. not like, uh, yeah. I mean, it would have been cool to like get it like for before Christmas, but sure. like y- you'll get your hands on one in like a couple of weeks because it'll be after Christmas, yeah. and you'll be like, "Cool, I can go to Costco and get the bundle," which 
ends up making more sense anyway. Yeah, exactly. Because you get so. two controllers basically for like the price of one with you, the way that the bundles kind of work. Yeah, you know? Costco had it was a good deal. It was six hundred and forty bucks. It was t- it was two controllers, the new Spider Man game, and which it looks awesome. Which by is the way, seventy bucks on its own. Yeah. The well the the like. There's different versions, and the the up like the fancy version of the game is seventy. Yeah. The regular version of the game is like fifty. Or sure, we'll or just whatever. say seventy though for whatever. the sake of argument. Well, what so. the the better version is seventy bucks. Sure. So anyway, collectors are whatever the fuck. But the called. controllers yeah. alone are like eighty dollars a piece. Seventy bucks for the They're controllers. They're fucking so it's stupid expensive. And you got like a month free of PlayStation Now, which I would never use. Right. But, but it's still yeah. part of the thing. I can just give. But my if you think away. about it, like what the the disc versions of PS fives are like what five hundred bucks, right? Yeah, five hundred. Okay, so you got five hundred dollars, right? Plus a seventy dollar game. That's five seventy. You get two. $70 controllers is $140. You're getting this for under 700 bucks. Yeah. That's c- quite a, I think that's a bargain essentially. Like you're saving some money. Like, and I know that the pun, the bundles don't technically sell as well as like just buying the console on its own. But like, to me, I look at that and I go one, two, three, four. I'm like, what? I'm yeah. what? I'm saving money on this. Like these, the freaking controllers ended up being like like 30 bucks a piece essentially and you're like yeah yeah no, that it, makes way more sense costco definitely because i'm gonna end up like wanting a second controller anyway right costco definitely does have a good deal mm-hmm. um it's just when they come in stock no sure sure, sure sure but i just i just think it, it just kind of blows my mind people go bundles and you're like but the bundles are a good idea though sometimes the bundles know. just aren't worth it it just depends on sure. who packages them no for like, sure for example, so sometimes the games you get with it you're like oh, that's garbage well no for example um i think it was it was like Walmart or one of the other sites. They had bundles available for purchase, but one of the bundles was like the the system and an extra controller, but it literally cost the same amount. It wasn't like they were giving you a discount. It was just a, a system and two controllers for the exact same amount. It would have been to just buy to, an extra controller. To buy them separately. So you're not oh. really doing yourself any favors. Because you can just like... You can literally just go to Target and buy an extra controller. Exactly. But if you can save some money on buying it in a bundle, like right. why the fuck Let's not? Let's say you can save five bucks, ten bucks, whatever. Why the fuck not? Then and you, then get a game on top of it. You're then like, it would uh, be worth it, right? Sign me up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I know, I know. Whatever. It seems silly. To it's me. fine. Everybody who wants a console will eventually get a console. It's just not going to be when you want it. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Especially if you're trying to get it for Christmas. Like, yeah. good luck. Yeah, you, you know? well, I think that time has run out. As seen as that it's now Christmas week. I know. And, uh, you know, I think the time for, like, really getting those gifts shipped to you. Yeah, those kinds of gifts. Unless you're walking of, into a store yeah. and grabbing one. Uh, I mean, everything right now is, like, pretty much everything else you want unless it's on its way at this very moment. Like, everything else is brick and mortar, You're not. Right? Yeah, like, you're going to have to walk into a store. Yeah. Or, I don't know, if Amazon's going to prime you something tomorrow. That's you know? the thing. Is you yeah. got to pay that one-day shipping or whatever. Yeah. You, the, um, I think the earliest you'd probably get it is, like, Tuesday. Right. Oh, I was going to mean, I mean it's Saturday right I now. Did me- I did mean to mention this in the beginning of the podcast, but Way I... Way to go failed to do this um i would say that normally we post on a friday <laughs> you could have waited till the end of the podcast yeah, to say this that's fine is that normally sure, we, say it in the middle of a segment that's it's, fine it, whatever no I one can, will forget it i do what i want it's mine uh, it's um, mine actually i touch it it's mine give it to me i own it yeah ownership okay yeah try that on for size put mm. that in your put that in your hand basket 
walk around and the market. go to hell with it? Cool. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm uh, going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Normally, we would post on Fridays, but due right. to our current schedules and stuff, we're actually going to post this on Monday. So yeah. You'll so, be listening on right, a Monday. Yeah, right before Christmas. So if you're traveling to yeah. anywhere. Which safe, you're not supposed to be. Safely traveling to anywhere. Yeah. Um, you can listen to this. Yeah. And it'll be fun. Put it. Put your your headphones in and get a tune everyone out yeah. and just listen to the soothing sound of my voice and mine which, too i really i re- please <laughs> i'm so irritated with you right now really how about this don't no <laughs> i swear to god if you <laughs> Uh, next time we do this episode, you, I'm gonna be doing it alone. You Stop! <laughs> Holy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw the dog at you. No, just throw the Santa hat at me because I'll wear it. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> we are gone. It's done. Are um, we done? No, we're oh. not done. Okay, so okay, the other <laughs> I want to make. We're gonna talk a quick side note because it's popular news and everybody's talking about it. But the debacle, the travesty. That is the release of Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, my God. <clears throat> um, I mean, I know you've tr- struggled with it, but I've also heard the struggle from other people that they're just like, what in the actual fuck is happening? Well, here, here's the here's the thing is that this talk this, to me. It's, it's beginning. It's sort of becoming tired news in, in the sense that everybody like everybody and their mom is talking about this, right? The long and short of it. But that's also the problem is that everyone's talking about how many problems there are with this game. And it's like, that's bad. No, the long and short of it is that the company knew full well that the console version was broken. Well, the console, the PC version apparently is working just fine or has some issues here. But it's sure like any new game. But if you have a high end PC, you can play this game. It's a benchmark thing. It looks amazing. Again, a twelve hundred dollar console. Yeah, this is the we just had this conversation. I know. I know. So I'm not making excuses. I'm saying this is what this is the current situation, and that's how they showed the game through the last seven years of development. They've been showing you clips of the game running on a PC. And the company knew full well that it wasn't running well on on consoles, on like PS4, Xbox, blah, blah, blah. Now, they have like the pro versions of the Xbox and the PS4, the ones that run in like, you know, 4K and things like that. Um, those ones is running slightly better. And then the backwards compatibility on the PS5 which they don't have a PS5 version yet. They have a backwards compatible version. So you take the PS4 version, plug it in the PS5, and then it runs. But because the PS5 has a stronger operating system, a stronger processor, a stronger blah, 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 it's running the game better just because it, it's that's the technology, right? So anyways, the company knew full well that it was shipping out a broken game. Did you see that huge eye roll I just <clears throat> did when you said that about the backwards compatible thing? So here, play this game that doesn't work on the console that's readily available, but play it on your fucking high-end $1,500 to $2,000 PC and then play it on a console that you can't fucking get because it plays better. <laughs> like, I eye-rolled yeah. so fucking hard when 
when you just said that because that makes zero fucking sense. I understand like if the game was specifically designed for PS5, don't release it on PS4 and then be like, oh, it's backwards compatible. Yeah, that's bullshit. Well, this is the this is the this is what they announced originally, and this is actually the reason why I bought the game was because they said you can get the PS4 version. And it's and when the PS5 version is available, when we finally create that one, then you can upgrade to it for free. There's no extra cost. Again, so huge eye roll on that. When it's available, you're like, well, they what? they're not finished making it. But right? again, you're releasing an unfinished no, game. No, I'm not. Why? Yeah, I'm not making. No, excuses. no, no. And I'm not yelling at you. I'm yeah. just like that's a very frustrating thing. It's like, do not give me a game that I'm going to spend. What sixty dollars, seventy dollars on, and it's not fucking finished. Oh yeah, no, definitely not. What? I'm excuse me. Yeah. Can I have my money back? Well, Thanks. And that's what's happening. Is that's that some bullshit. You already spent what seven years developing this game. You release it when it's not fucking finished. Just keep it. In, what's what's another year to finish the game and have it run properly? No, exactly. I mean, I that's irritating. I, I agree, and I think that they're. Obviously, is some business decisions behind this. It's obviously a company that's in in the in the thing for the money, right? right. Like they're there to make cash. Because and like you, you made a good point. You're like, you, they've got you know uh, uh, board members and investors to to speak to. I, I get it, but at the same time, it's like you've already had seven years. Yeah. What 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 have you been doing? Well, what yeah, you, what's, right? what's, what's what like, happened? Unless they're having like a financial issue, which, which they're might, not, which they're not clear about, right? Yeah. Maybe they were not having, maybe they didn't have the money. So by releasing the game, they get the money for all their pre-orders because apparently all the pre-orders were over eight million, and that the money they got from pre-orders actually covered their production costs slash advertising costs completely. Wow. Okay. So it solved. They went in the black for wow. for being a new game that had hit the hit the world you yeah. know that that's pretty rare because yeah. most games well, I remember you talking about this game last year and being like oh I can't fucking wait I remember so the the here's the reason normally I would not attach to this game right off the bat right. I'd wait to see the reviews and things like that but it but, had Keanu well no it well, had okay. Keanu and can, that's your selling point right there it had, it had if anyone Reeves. knows Ryan <clears throat> Loves Kanunu. I love Keanu Reeves. He loves Keanu Reeves very much. As silly he, as he is. He might be Ryan's biological father. It's very possible. We cannot confirm nor deny that that's a thing. <laughs> so Um But the other element was that they created the Witcher series. Right. And I inadvertently I I own Witcher. Three? Okay, Does that I, sound about right. That's the newest one. Yeah, I think I own that one. I or I own one of them. I think. I completely skipped The Witcher. I'm not a big fantasy fan. Yeah, uh, I'm not that not that into it. You're but not I was, that cool. But uh, my buddy, a, not cool a, enough. A buddy me. of mine was uh was playing that game once, and I was like, oh, can I you know watch you play it? Like there's yeah. a there's a, actually a thing on. A lot of people I don't know if they know that, that you can do this, but on your PS4, if your friend is playing a game, you can like click to watch yeah and you could just watch them play yeah watch them fuck up it's awesome he he was playing the witcher and i was like oh i just kind of want to see what the game's like you know and he's playing the witcher and i'm watching him play and i was like is the game cool we're kind of chatting back and forth he goes dude it's fucking awesome and i'm like yeah i just uh, i'm not loving the whole fantasy thing and then anyways long story short i didn't end up buying the game or anything i just kind of watched him play and i was like that looks interesting yeah 
the you know months the, pre- and, the premise of cyberpunk seems much more up your well, alley anyway months went by yeah and then i was like you know i'm kind of in a weird game lull and i was looking through the playstation store sure and the witcher was on sale it was like 20 bucks uh-huh. for this but it was like the Cheap. ultimate edition with yeah, all the extra all of them yeah. with all the download shit like the dlc DLCs, and all this stuff yeah. and i was like well i was like and i wrote well, i wrote bucks. i wrote my buddy and i'm like dude is the witcher really good like how is it and he goes dude it's a fucking great game and I'm like, fuck it, I'm buying this. And The Witcher turned into probably one of the best video games I've ever played. And there's so many aspects to why I loved it, but it was so good. And I was like, I felt like mad. I've never like really fallen into like a fantasy game. And this, I was just enamored with this game. That's I couldn't cool. stop playing it. And I remember like playing for probably like 10 hours or something. Mm-hmm. And I was in the first town, the first area. And I wrote my friend, I'm like, dude, I've been playing this game for 10 hours and I'm, I'm not even out you're of You're like, the, I haven't even left the first area yet. I haven't even yet. left the first area. And I was like, this game is going to be over 100 hours. And he's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I did not expect that I was going to like sink my teeth into it. Yeah. But I got so into the game that I played through everything yeah like i've I been did, there before and i was like i was i'd never i was so just like it caught me off guard yeah. this game so anyways it's been a while since i've 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 had a game that's like really sucked me in like that right um but yeah i've definitely sunk 70 plus hours into a single game before and been like this is nothing and so cd project red the developer of the game the day which was seven years ago, Yeah, they announced that they're making Cyberpunk 2077. And they had this little cool CG trailer for it. Yeah. And all shit. And I was like, oh. I was like, these guys are making a new game. And like, it's not The Witcher. Like, fucking and it's sign like me up. sci-fi and yeah. cyberpunk. So and like, up your alley. And I was like, dude, this is it. This is going to be it. This is going to be the this fucking is, game. This is the game. And I, I was like on board from that moment because how good The Witcher was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the, if, if The Witcher is that good, how... W- what are they going to do next? You know, right? You're like, and, you're like, sky's the limit. You know, yeah. it's like you've already hit the pinnacle. Right. Like, how can you get better? And here's the thing that I do want to say is that I've put like maybe four hours or so into after you downloaded fifty seven <sighs> hours of updates. <gasps> well, and we, okay, we have to preface that with the fact that the internet out here is very slow. It so, is, but also an obscene amount of updates and patches and everything i mean that just seems they did ship a broken game that not that i'm playing and, on I'm, a... and I'm i'm disregarding the fact that the internet is slow because that's not anything on their part but like i've already heard this from other people saying yeah. like there are so many fucking patches uh-huh. and fixes and every time the game is turned on there's a patch and you're yeah. like what is happening because they have to fix it i right? know yeah, and yeah. that's the thing it's like that's where you lose your interest because people are like, well, fuck, I don't want to have to deal with up like waiting to like fix this fucking game. I no, want to play get it. it. I get it. I get it. Um, what I was going to say was that, yes, they did ship a broken game. That's pretty unacceptable. I right? know. As a company, that just should not happen. In this day and age, it is unacceptable. No, it is really unacceptable. It's a terrible business practice. And honestly, the only person that it really hurts is the company. It does. Because you're souring your own name. Yeah, you you, you came out with this product years yeah. ago that was so amazing and everyone was so excited for your new product and now your new product sucks. You had over 8 million people sign on to a game unseen because they trusted you to make something right good. because they knew they and were like these guys got it and that's and the problem is that you have now you're letting them down this is what they call like betraying the public trust you're, right you're yeah. breaking hearts on christmas congratulations <laughs> i hope they're happy with themselves so anyways this is something that they did this is the the reality of the thing 
the 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 on the on the flip side of it, the things that I've played out of the game, regardless of it being buggy, it's a pretty cool game. It's oh, pretty is it? interesting. I haven't heard you say anything about it. So no, I mean, I well, I haven't got to play too I, much. No, like, I, get I really it. Yeah. have only put a very little bit of time. I actually just got out of the. By putting over like four hours into it, I've but just got out of the four hours was just you designing your character, though, right? <laughs> I had to have the largest tits, so you know you I have had the to, XL tits, right? The XL is that what it titties, is? yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah. But um, and the smallest vagina, and they give me a vagina option, like size wise. Really? Yeah. Oh, I heard you they can give, with the they, dick. I was gonna say they give you a dick option. You can right? do a dick size, but okay. not vagina. Oh. Yeah. oh, that's a bummer. So yeah, I was just like, no, just one size vagina. That's all. But um, not all vaginas can, are one size. You can though. pick pubic that's hair so, style. That's so sexist. You can though. pick pubic hair style and color. Oh, big deal. I'm just saying. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Is it like that's a very no, sexist thing to say? Is, uh, thing to do is like be like, you can select how big your dick is, but you can't select how big your vagina is. What do you want? I like want a, the option to select how big my vagina like is. Like a lot more labia or something. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Or maybe I just want like a. I'm just not. Gonna, I was gonna go. No, no, yeah, please weird, go on. Yeah weird weird thing and i <laughs> was like maybe you quit while you're ahead all right or while you're giving head why would i quit while i was giving head because that's just mean i don't know i'd be like oh um, I'm done. sometimes women yeah. aren't so nice that's uh, all about the tease <laughs> um but no i just think it i don't know i'm just being kind of silly is that i think that you should have the option i'm not not arguing that um it's sort of beyond the point though i know i know <laughs> anyways here's the thing from what i be okay yes beyond the egregious downloads i had to wait um since we have slow internet there was a patch that was over 40 gigs it took over two days i was actually not physically able to play the game because it wouldn't let me start the game without the download Ugh. so i literally couldn't so you couldn't even like so like da- um, background i couldn't even it. play like a shitty version of yeah. the game i had to wait for the patch to Ugh, that's so, so i got the game plugged it in wasn't able to touch it yeah. until this download took place Ugh. so i was like you know what whatever it's irritating at the, at the end of the day the game's gonna run better with the patch right yeah so i'm gonna wait it's fine but i was a really annoyed with the that aspect of it the other thing is, yes, yeah, so there's all these patches, all the shit coming through. The game is really buggy. It's got mm. a lot of issues. It's got a lot of problems. But what I have played of the game, what I've done in the game has been entertaining. It has been fun. There's something cool here. There's something neat. There's something different than a lot of other games they've I've ever got played. something there there's something but something <sighs> but it needs a lot hopefully of they, polish. when they fix yeah. it it that's the thing well but here's the thing though will anyone care that's, once I mean, they've got it figured this, out is anyone going to care that it might be this amazing beautiful gem this is the issue that but they're handing you a raw diamond and being like look what we did and you're like cool this it's, is the, i know it's valuable and it's worth something but it looks like shit well here's here's the other aspect to it that you could go is that the problem is that they've they've okay they've said hey we, we'll give you refunds if you want refunds that's They've sad. set up systems. They set up a system with uh, Microsoft and Sony. So now they're providing refunds for people. 
they've taken the game off the PlayStation Store so you can no longer buy it digitally until the game is in a more working condition you can't buy. So here's the thing. The companies had to fully backtrack. The company had to put out a public apology. That's not good. No, no, it's not good. But here's the other problem is that they they have literally done the thing which is called false advertising. And they've false no adver- one ever does that they, well no but when you get caught for false advertising oh, you can huge. get sued yeah and they i mean who knows what's coming oh, for them no. next year but they could go class action like oh. i'm not saying that that's what's going to happen but no i know but that's, i mean ugh. they may be facing more repercussions than what they're seeing already they should have just waited they should have waited oh. i mean that's apparently the problem is that the developers the game developers the people who actually worked on the game they're not in charge of how the game gets handled or managed or released. Yeah. They're the ones who work on it. Right. Right. But everything that comes after that is up to the company. You, I was going to say, you've got some fucking CEO saying we're releasing today, this year. And they're like, but the game's not done. Right. I don't care. Yeah. Get it done. Exactly. Get it in working order. Get it, get it working just enough right. to where we can get it out. And, and then we'll release patches. And, and they were like, but and the, don't and give who, a fuck. Whoever was in charge of the release system here um, probably won't be working at the company anymore. I can probably guarantee that with all the backlash they've had, that n- people are going to get fired and their, oh, their company is going to come. Here's the thing is like at the end of the day, all they've done is hurt the employees. They've hurt the trust that they had in the company itself they've soured and tarnished their own relationship good luck releasing any game in the future well, that's the like thing that is, company may go under because they, of this they will be able to release another game but not with the same amount of hype that this they one had they'll Hell everybody no. will come under yeah they would have to release like something so incredible and so great people go you know that fuck up with cyberpunk dude this don't even worry about there's that. gonna be a lot of trepidation be- it's gonna be yeah, hard to yeah. dig themselves out of the hole they dug themselves into absolutely and i think that you know but here at the end of the day they've done it to themselves yeah no exactly that's yeah. exactly Shot what i just said they, the it was yeah. all their own fault so. yeah and it's kind of a shame because i think that the developers these people that worked on it for seven years have probably putting a lot of passion and effort into the creation of the game but they're not going to get the right credit for it now everybody's gonna look at it going like it should have been better right the biggest fuck up yeah you mean the thing is the last like 10 years the thing that's crazy internet culture is insane right like i would have been fine i personally would have been fine with not having the game right now i could have waited another year sure i would have been like damn it sucks that it's gonna take so long you're like ugh. but but you still would have been just excited about it next year as you are right now but apparently because they delayed the game so many times they were people on the internet are crazy. I don't know what's going on out in the world, but people were sending them like straight up death threats. Yeah. Cause being people like, have you no, need to release they this have, fucking game, right? They have nothing else better to fucking do. Yeah, but it doesn't make any than sense. Send to me. out tweets and DMs. Somebody who's willing to someone's family. threaten somebody's life over something as simple as a video game makes They're no sense. They're fucking stupid. I don't know. Whatever. The, the psychotic nature of humans is crazy to me. Mm. Um, Anyways, it's like there's a lot of pressure on this company to do something. And then when they did the thing that everybody wanted, it turned out to be the thing that nobody wanted. So I don't know. Cyberpunk 2077. I'm enjoying my time with it, but it needs love. (laughs) It needs a lot of love. It needs a little bit of Christmas love. It needs a Christmas miracle. It needs more patches. (laughs) It needs a Christmas miracle. Either way, it seems cool. I'm only very, very little. I'm not very far into it. But um, 
<clears throat> here's the other. So beyond that, not talking about Cyberpunk Forever, the one thing I did want to like kind of close out on or end with was, yeah, holiday video games. Holiday video games. Yeah. What is? Let's um kind of like I was kind of thinking of two things. Like, are there a lot of games that are set around Christmas? Or and or what is like what is the holiday like comfort food as video games go? Like, did you ever have a game like let's say during like it could it doesn't necessarily have to be the same game, but like did you have a game during uh, like the Christmas season, holiday season? Maybe it's raining out, maybe it's cold, wintry, whatever, and you just want to huddle up and be on the couch or be on your PC playing the game. Was there a game for you? That was like your kind of uh, go to like Christmas time holiday getaway. Um, I don't think there was any specific game that was really something I gravitated towards during the holidays. Uh, what I got excited about, you know, and I mentioned this to you earlier in the evening before we were recording, was a uh, holiday game events, like in game events for the holiday. So like. I'm going to go play this game because there's a cool Christmas event that's happening. Or, you know, if like they're, they, it's an online game and they have cute little things. Well, we talked about they, that before with it saying. was like, yeah, um, with Halloween, Halloween, you know? Right yeah. Now. Yeah. But it's like kind of the same thing. That was usually what drew me to certain things was if there was in game events happening so I could get prizes or an outfit for a character or whatever the hell it was. It's like, that's what always drew me to it. I didn't have anything that was necessarily what I considered like comfort food. Um, but I definitely like, I was like all about those in-game events right, for, right, sure. Right. for sure. Yeah. I think that like any major mobile game that anything that's like sort of like the never ending free to play, whatever, almost all of those things do like themed stuff. Right. So any mobile game you're playing, which is like a match three game or whatever the fuck. Yeah. It's like going to have like your Halloween, right. your Christmas, your well, blah, my, blah, blah, even yeah. like my, you know, I mean, yeah, the mobile games for sure, but like, you know, like MMORPGs that I was like really prevalent in for a long time always had holiday in game events. And right. it was like, get a special item that made your character look like this, or get an item that was an, you know, an epic or legendary that was like only available during this time. Right. And like, you know, and every year there was something new that was offered. So it was like, if you didn't get it that year, you good. You could never get it again. So it was like this side thing of like, well, I have to get it because it's only available this year, and sure. I won't be able to get it next year. And like, there are some stuff that you're like, they're gonna have this next year. Yeah. But you know, you had to play, and you only had a limited amount of time to go in and do the thing and be part of this event. And that that's where I was like, oh, give me more, give me more, give me more. And it was like crack, you know. Right. Yeah, I think that um, I was trying to think of that. It was like I know that the new game. Um, the Miles Morales Spider-Man game that came out for the PS5 slash PS4. Um, I know that that takes place during Christmas time, even though I have not played that game yet. Um, I'm not going to play that game until I get a PS5 because I want the PS5 version. Right. Not the PS4. Right. Um, the uh, I know that like I was talking about old Rockstar games. The game Bully. Um, yeah. You mentioned I it mentioned earlier. That, yeah. like, I was talking about that, but you like... You go through a school year, so you get to experience the seasons as they go, and you get to do like Halloween, and then there's also like Christmas time stuff, so you mm -hmm. get to see those. So there's like games that take place in or and or around like certain Christmas time. Sure, I actually looked online just to see like there is a list from this website called 
the well-read mage, which I've never heard, I've never seen this before, but uh, there was uh, what is the 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 it's twelve Christmas video games, but the question is like, ha- but have you played them all? Oh, um, I don't think so. Probably not, <laughs> honestly. Uh, some of the ones they listed was like, it looks like this is a is that a like a Christian? It game? says the King, King of, of Kings. Kings. <laughs> oh man! It says Jesus uh, and the what? Is yeah. that a trampoline? What is that? What? Jesus and the temple? I'm looking. <laughs> I'm trying to look at your <laughs> the screen from here and it looked like t- oh Jesus and the God. trampoline. And I was like, what kind of game is that? No. Um, Do you take the baby Jesus and bounce him on a trampoline and see how high you can get him? Because that would be kind of cool. <laughs> it says it was cheaply made knockoff propaganda. Oh, shocking! Um, this. I don't know. I guess it falls under the. Uh, yeah. It's not really a. It's not really a Christmas game. No, I get you. <laughs> um, I've never heard of this before, but it looks like it's like might be a. Uh, the days. Super NES. Uh, it's called Days. D A Z E before Christmas. I don't know what this is. I've never seen this before. This looks well, funny. What's that next one? Hold on. I'm just looking at. I'm just, I want to see. This one is. It's, uh. It was published and only on Austra- in Australia. That's probably oh, it was an international game. Yeah, oh, that's kind of cool for the Super Nintendo. So oh, interesting. Go. I wonder if you could even like find that like on eBay or anything. I wonder how much that would Seems be. Seems pretty hard to find. I mean, yeah, I, probably I doubt the game is anything really hard. So then there's a Sega Saturn game called Christmas Nights, which they had a Nights game. Yes, I remember that, and I yeah. thought it would look really cool. I think you like fly your character through rings and shit. Yeah, yeah. it's very similar to like Sonic. Okay, it was okay. a very Sonic esque game. There's also the Night Before Christmas Oogie's Revenge. Oh yes, I heard that game is actually like like um one of those like kind of sleeper it's mo- like sleeper PS2 era. Yeah, right? but I feel like it's but I, from what I've read though, it's like a sleeper game where it's like. No one really played it, but apparently it's really fucking good. Huh. It seems so. like it wouldn't be. But. No, that's but no, it's supposed to be really good though. So don't judge it All before right, I'm you play say it. It's probably not good though. But you're wrong. Because <laughs> you everyone, everyone says it's good. Oh, everyone mm-hmm. except for nobody, because mm-hmm. nobody's actually played this game. It's on this list. It's Hello. on this, this list of random, is- obscure ass games. But it's supposed to be good. The Die Hard trilogy. Oh shit. <laughs> What's is that the Are gonna, Liberty? Do we need to put this to rest right now about Die Hard being a Christmas movie? It's a Christmas movie. Okay, the first one's a, it's Christmas, a movie. Fucking Christmas movie. Yeah, because it takes place during Christmas Eve during a Christmas party. They play like carols and they have jingle bells playing in between the scenes. It's a fucking Christmas movie. Second one, mm, first one, definitely a Christmas movie. Well, I want to bring that up for debate real quick. I know we're not really a movie podcast, but that's your other podcast. It is my other podcast, but the right thing into that, them about it. Thing Long I want to debate about though, or I want to end the debate, is that Christmas movies are the only one held to the standard that if it's a Christmas movie, that it has to take place like either it has to deal with the spirit of Christmas or Santa or some type of magic or some other fucking bullshit. Every other movie that takes place around a fucking holiday is just considered that holiday's kind of movie. <clears throat> For example, a movie that takes place on Halloween would be considered a Halloween movie. All right. It doesn't have to do with the spirit of Halloween, but if it takes place on Halloween, it's a Halloween movie. Yeah. So a movie that takes place on and or during Christmas should also be considered as such. It is. 
You know I what I mean? Th- I think so. I think if it has enough... What is wrong with you? Mm, right I had to clear my throat. I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Um, I think that as long as it has enough of the Christmas elements to it, like, this takes place... Like, literally, like, the whole point of the bad guys coming in is because there's a fucking Christmas party happening. Right. No, but what I'm... But, what like, I'm, they specifically chose that night because there's nobody in the building. I know that, but, I mean, beyond Die Hard, it's like the movie, if it takes place on Christmas... But doesn't have to do with the spirit of Christmas. It's still a fucking Christmas movie. You don't hold this standard to any other film. If a movie takes place on New Year's Eve, people are like, oh, that's a New Year's Eve movie. It doesn't have to deal with the spirit of New Year's. Right. It just has to deal with the fact that it's taking place at that time. Yeah. People are like, New Year's Eve movie. Cool. Yeah. Except for the movie New Year's Eve, which that movie can go fuck itself. (laughs) But like, never saw it. That's what I'm saying. Like a movie that takes place on Valentine's Day right. or St. Patrick's Day right. or fucking right. whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like the the only time the, those movies are held to that other standard is when it's Christmas, right? So fuck so, that. But Die Hard Christmas movie, right? Die Hard the trilogy video game, Christmas video game, <laughs> sold. So we're settled. Sold. So we're settled. Done. Die Hard one and two Christmas movies. Yep. Fuck you. Also, Lethal Weapon takes place during Christmas. Fuck you. It's a Christmas movie. Okay? You <laughs> even watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Christmas Takes movie. place during Christmas. Christmas movie. Okay. Next right, on the list. On, moving Jesus on. Jesus Christ. Don't, don't, don't call me by my real name. Parasite Eve. Never played it, but apparently this is a Christmas movie. Oh, thing. okay. When you think of Christmas, you probably think of New York. Spontaneous combustion and body horror, right? Yeah, me neither. Still... Parasite Eve takes place right on Christmas, nineteen ninety-seven, according to the introductory cutscene. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. I know that either. I did not write that either. By the way, that was directly from the website. Okay. Um, I've never played Parasite Eve, so I don't know. Uh, there's a Home Alone two video game for the Nintendo Entertainment System, so that's definitely a Christmas thing. Good old Macaulay Culkin right on the front there. Um, Arkham Origins, yes, definitely a Christmas. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier. Yeah, not the best of the Arkham games, but uh, it does it does it has a very wintry vibe and Christmas vibe to it, with all the Christmas decorations around uh-huh. Arkham and everything. Is that a is that a Santa Claus? Where we're down, down here, below in that hold eight, on, we're the eight bit, the secret of Mana. Oh yeah, wait, it's cri- oh, is it Christmassy? Hold on. So it says shaky territory. Okay. It says not all games are based on Christmas or take place on Christmas. Some mm. of them include a single Christmas theme level. Ah, okay. Okay. So there's a Christmas fair. section. Okay, but I don't know if I would consider that a Christmas game. I guess the same thing with Stardew Valley, Alrighty. which I've never played. Okay. Okay. Uh, Clay Fighter, that looks 63 and a crazy. third, has... Some type of looks Santa. Looks like a sumo Santa. <laughs> looks like that's actually exactly what it is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's interesting. Never <laughs> saw that. I don't remember that character. Yeah. From that. I, play, I well, played the Clay Fighter games, but I don't remember that. Um, Metal mm. Gear Solid Secret Santa. What is this? Oh my god. <laughs> we were just talking about Metal Gear. Mary Gear. Hold on. What, what the f- oh, Mary Gear Solid. I read that wrong. Oh my god! You totally read that wrong. I was like, and I'm I'm far away, and oh, I can I read know. that. Well, no, I just was. Mi- you know when you like? I know you. Yeah. What's what do they call that? The, the word association thing yeah. where like you read the wrong thing, but your brain does that uh, for you. Anyway? Yeah, because you can like you're like, oh, I can totally read this, like, and I read you this could wrong. Read the you word read it wrong. The backwards, but yeah. like you'll still read the word. Yeah. The. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fuck you. Um. It says whenever you think you have an original idea, odds are somebody already thought of it before you. 
So it was just a few weeks ago when I put forth the idea for a stealth Christmas video uh. game about Santa sneaking into homes to deliver presents, trying to avoid being caught by uh, by awakened children yeah. or family dogs. Okay. So it's basically Metal Gear Solid, but as Christmas. Right. But Got is it. this real, though? I'm sure it is. It looks real. Oh, hold on. It's one of those person was saying that, like, well, it isn't the AAA sneak fest I envisioned. There is Mary Gear Solid Secret Santa, which we can all admit has a perfect name. Blah blah blah. This lives on the title. This, where did this come from? What what system is this on? This is like a PC or something with really bad graphics. Whatever. Uh, apparently, there was a Grinch video game too. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm not surprised. Okay, whatever. I don't know. That wasn't That's kind of that a... wasn't an amazing list, but uh, but there are Christmas uh, games out there. You just yeah. gotta kind of look for them. So you think there's a, a video game that takes place on New Year's Eve? Uh, it's possible. <laughs> I'm I'm sure there is something. I just I don't know of anything. So I thought you, I thought you had all the knowledge. I I thought you knew stuff. I'm, I mean, I know a lot of things. I don't know everything. So all right, you heard it here first. Uh, she doesn't know everything. I know enough. Um. <laughs> Anything else you would like to touch on before we start kind of wrapping this up? No, I think that like a ti- like a nice, pretty little Christmas present. No, I think that we have. I think we. I think we've done quite quite well enough. I know we are uh, running long on this one. I think I, I don't think we've run. We always run. I know, quote unquote, long. Yeah. We Anyways, do. Um, but yeah. Right. But uh, so thank you guys so much again for uh, tuning in on our uh, third episode, our holiday edition. Yeah. Um, you can find this podcast where you ever you listen on all podcast uh, listening stations, except for uh, iHeartRadio, apparently, and on <laughs> rclvoice.com, yeah. which is Ryan's yeah. Yeah. website. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And you can also find his other podcast there, too, Long Walks and Robots with Shane Black. And it is pretty fun to listen to. I listen to it every week when they release it. Um, so, uh, yeah. And also, you can email us, too, at, uh, what is it again? SDVGpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, you got it. Send us stories, comments, or anything else with your name, without your name. It's all good. We don't care. Yeah, whatever service you're listening to, Absolutely. you know, like, subscribe, click the bell. Please fuck do. Fuck the donkey, whatever the fuck happens. And continue to listen. Thank yeah. you so much for 100 downloads. That is so awesome. I was so excited to get that email thank you guys so much we have a blast doing this and we hope you have a blast listening to us all right um yeah thank you again ryan for doing this thing with me thank you for joining yeah the thing with the stuff absolutely uh thank you guys so much we will uh catch you in about a month and uh hope you have a beautiful holiday and uh stay safe out there and uh drink lots of booze and play video games and do lots of sex and yeah safely you can and with that good night <laughs>